Hey everybody, welcome to Nature Check, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science and the scientists. Um, first, as always, we do introductions. Hello, I'm Cheryl, the Dungeon Master for this game. Uh, I'm also a PhD student studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and when I'm not doing my research for my dissertation, uh, I'm also a science communicator, and I make environmental education and social science videos over on The Roving Naturalist on YouTube. Uh, next, we've got Nancy. Hi, everybody. My name is Nancy. I'm an entomologist, which means that I study bugs, and I live in Quito, Ecuador, and I conduct personalized and customizable tours of Ecuador focused on insects, ecology, um, culture, and conservation. I am um, now open for summer, so if anyone wants to come on a tour... Feel free to message me in the doobly doo below. In the doobly doo below. Yeah. Go <laughs> on a tour with Nancy. Or the, or the reference section, whatever we call it. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Um, next, we've got Peter. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Peter Coffey. I am a uh, photographer and videographer, but I get paid to teach people about agriculture, uh, specifically agricultural science. Um, and uh, integrated pest management and business planning and how to start a small farm and how not to start a small farm and uh, all kinds of other fun agricultural related things in Maryland. Nice. Yeah, the, when I was in Maryland and Peter wanted me to come hang out with him, he said I could come to farm consultations and he would tell me why my idea was for a farm was bad and I shouldn't do it. <laughs> there are lots of those, lots of bad reasons to farm and lots of bad ideas about how to farm. So, uh, mm. yeah. You would have oh. had words for the guy. Um, you would have had words for the guy who uh, flooded his fields in Arda. <laughs> I would have. I would have. Also, I just noticed all of our nameplates are wrong right now uh, because Joe still hasn't connected. <laughs> but when, once once he gets back, they'll they'll be they'll be correct. So <laughs> nobody message me until Joe's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um, and we've got Ryan. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ryan. I'm an entomologist in Pittsburgh. I run all the integrated pest management and plant health care uh, at a conservatory slash botanical garden. Um, so that means anything that harms plants or the building, the structure, or people in some way, like mosquitoes. Um, <laughs> I direct all that management, and I do a lot of teaching about plant health care as well. And in this game, I play Fletcher the Wizard. Nice. Oh. I forgot to say who I played. I played okay. Kay. She is a rogue. Oh yeah, I also forgot to say who I play. I play I play Cedric, who's a cleric. Oh, we're so on top of things. <laughs> um, <laughs> if if you are watching us right now on Twitch or Periscope, first of all, thanks for being here. We really hope you'll enjoy what you're going to see this evening. Um, and secondly, if you have any questions or comments for the cast, please put them in the chat, um, and I will do my best to catch them, or you can tag one of the mods, and the mods will send the questions along to me. Um, but we welcome questions. We are here to play a game and to talk with all of you lovely people. Um, and as Nancy sort of teased earlier, um, we also have the socials. You can find Nature Check on Twitter at, at @checknature. Someday we'll get the correct handle, but it's that today is not that day. Um, but you can follow us 
on Twitter um, for updates and the game schedule. And please subscribe or follow or whatever to Nature Check both here on Twitch and on YouTube. Don't forget, if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you get one free Twitch subscription with your Amazon Prime account. Um, if you haven't used it already, consider using it for Nature Check. Um, subscri uh, subscribers both here on Twitch and on YouTube really help our channel grow and grow our project, and we really appreciate that. Um, reasons to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Every game session will be uploaded and archived on the YouTube channel, and you can also find our after-show recaps there when we do them, so go check that out. Uh, you can also access our game everywhere you find podcasts. Um, so give us a listen and share us with your friends and your enemies and your frenemies. Um, and you can also find all of the social media details for tonight's cast down in the reference section below. And don't forget that we've started adding more content here on our Twitch channel. Um, I'll be playing a variety of games or doing other random nerdy stuff. Like uh, next Wednesday, I think I'm going to be working on a TARDIS quilt. So come check that out. Um, and some of our other cast members and friends will be jumping on the channel periodically as well. Uh, you can find the complete schedule of who will be playing what when in the panels below our Twitch stream, and I will try to keep the Twitter updated with that stuff as well. Um, does anybody else have anything they'd like to plug this evening? Cheryl did a cool interview with me on her YouTube channel, The Roving Naturalist. So if you can't come on tour with me, or even if you can come on tour with me and want to know about me, I guess, and her, you should... <laughs> Find her stuff in the reference section. <laughs> the most shameless of self-promo. I, I love it. Um, <laughs> but it was a really good interview. I really enjoyed doing it. So, yes, you should, watch it. you should absolutely watch it because it's a great time. And then oh. you should subscribe to Cheryl's YouTube channel. Oh, hey, that would be cool. Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, alrighty, well, if that's all we've got, we are in rare form this evening, um, so let's get going. <laughs> Mood. <laughs> Civilizations grew, flourished, and fell on the continents of Lacedes for hundreds of years, but in the year 885, everything changed. Where once the gods of the Pantheon held sway over various continents and made their presence known in frequent and tangible ways to mortals, now a dread silence and emptiness reigned. Civilizations fell into internal turmoil and tensions mounted between empires. The faiths of nations were shaken and new versions of old religions began to sprout. Spells once commonplace and relied upon, those that required the gods' particular attentions, no longer functioned. Access to and contact with all other planes disappeared or seemed blocked. The continent of Arda, still colloquially known as the God's Garden, was once the sacred and protected realm of Obadhai and Elana. At the moment of the loss, the strong protective spells surrounding the continent fell, and the shores and interior became accessible to any who wished entry on whatever business. In 952, a ship from the Tenibrian Navy took shelter in the large river mouth at the southeastern corner of Arda, and the sailors erected a small fort for protection. Over the years, the fort grew into a town, and the town grew into a small city. While Tenibria officially holds no claim over Arda, no outside nation has yet claimed dominion over the continent, New Seychester is, for all intents and purposes, a Tenibrian colony. In the spring of 972, four young people from different lands encountered one another in New Seychester. Though their alliance was first formed out of necessity, curiosity, and coin, they have now come to trust and rely upon one another as they explore a strange new world, or 
we hope they still trust one another after last time. Fletcher, a human wizard trained at Iskol University in the Dewan College of Arcane Arts, serves as the group's voice of reason, usually. Const- <laughs> <laughs> you gotta rewrite this whole intro now. I do have to rewrite the intro. <laughs> the consummate academic, Fletcher takes copious notes about everything they encounter in Arda, as he hopes to publish on his discoveries and make a name for himself. Cedric, a dwarven cleric, came to Arda to share the word of Moradin with anyone who would listen, and even with many who won't. Cedric's bright-eyed optimism is only ever momentarily balked when he encounters injustices, and though he commonly puts his foot in his mouth, he has established himself as a valuable member of the team nonetheless. Lucanus, an elven barbarian, secured passage to Arda in order to escape degradation and slaughter in his homeland. Born before the loss, Lucanus has come of age in a world filled with turmoil, and his dark humor and penchant for combat reflect his experiences, yet he also has an open and caring side. Kay has grown up in New Seychester, raised by her adoptive parents. A roguish young woman, Kay's knowledge of the townsfolk and local geography have already helped the group navigate their first few days in a new land, but violence and adventure are new to Kay, and she's still learning how to take care of herself in the dangerous wilds of Arda. It was a somewhat awkward reunion as Kay rejoined the guys to continue working on their to-do list last time. Things only got more awkward when the group journeyed to the eastern bank of the Cochreal River to investigate the fish problem they first heard about 12 episodes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, I was better late. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. The whole ecosystem could be dead already. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Cedric injured himself taking a drink of the water, and Kay and Fletcher argued about the cause or source of the poisonous pollution damaging the river. Fletcher collected some water and plant samples in his glass vials, and then the group began making their sullen and silent way through the grasslands home in the dark. Unfortunately, the group was attacked by a pair of gnolls, but our heroes were victorious and made it home to New Seychester and to sleep safely. The next day, um, they chose to spend some time resting and selling loot. It is now the morning of Hextum, the tenth day of Bloom Run. And uh, so I guess, um, well, it's already the tenth. Uh, Fletcher's probably feeling a lot better after having been knocked the hell out by <laughs> Noel, um, and probably probably downstairs having normal breakfast um, and double checking that he has all the weird stuff that came from their trip out to the river uh, to make sure that they can get where they need to go to try to figure out what some of these things are. Um, and at this point, having to had identify so many different things, probably really wishing he would have had the ability to pack more to bring here, since I don't have any kind of equipment like alembics or flasks or like anything to try to like determine what things are. Uh, we're going to have to find a lot of people. So I'm I'm just making sure we have everything we need to get identified. Uh, Potions and samples and weird black rocks and stuff like that. (laughs) Marvelous. Okay, so yeah, what all was on your list of weird stuff? I remember you had two water samples. You have two water samples of, like, the oil slick and two samples of the foam. And at least one sample of the dying plants, right? Yeah, I have one sample of of riparian vegetation, like a whole plant, leaves, um, stems, roots. The two from the, uh, like, surface water that had the, like, slick look to it. Two samples of foam. um, And then on the knolls, we found, like, a weird purple-gold shimmery potion. um, And three black stones 
with like red. It looks like like inclusions or lines or something in them um, to see if we can determine what um, even just like what kind of stone those are. Maybe a blacksmith would or 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 maybe even Cedric will be able to recognize them if there's some kind of stone like not like not super rare type of stone. Um, um, a shimmery potion. I have down a, a a one like purpley gold potion. Hmm. Fairly, and it's written after everything else, so it had to have been hmm. from the Knowles. <laughs> Interesting. And it's in my notes. <laughs> I don't have that written down on the treasure that I read off to you, so. Oh, I have it in my oh. notes and in my possessions. Oh no. Um, we'll table that. Um, as I drink it down. My, drink it down. Quickly search my notes to figure out what that could be. Okay. What do you say? It was purple and shimmery. I wrote down purple gold, like purple dash gold, like that was what the color was described as. It's just a bottle of Nancy's nail polish. <laughs> That's so weird. I don't have any potions of that description in my what? notes at all. Why do I have it? <laughs> I'm so confused. Carry, okay, carry on with other people, and I'll look more through my notes. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, what, what do you, what do Kay and Cedric want to do? Um, I guess Kay gets up and drags her butt to the marked bird. Every day you're like, do I want to leave my house and go there? Yeah, I'm or like, not? like, like last time the wild sucked. This time, the wilds and our party sucked. It's like, uh, <laughs> this shopkeeper life? Like, I see why my parents are shopkeepers. Like, it's boring, but you also don't get run through and people don't yell at you for not knowing things. <laughs> I mean, I... that's not entirely true. Uh, Leon did get punched right in front of you and almost stabbed. He's not a or shopkeeper. No, he did get stabbed. He's a, he's a bartender. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. We can, we can agree that it's like, it's like shopkeeper, um, adventurer, uh, service industry, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the 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 tears <laughs> of stress, right? Or I guess it should be the reverse of that. But yeah, yeah, in general. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you're coming to the Mark Bird. I'm. Yeah. If, I guess. I guess. Well, Kay still doesn't want you to know like where she. Well, I guess you know where she lives. But do you nope. know? Where she, no, you only know the shop. Yeah. Yep. So she doesn't want you to know where she lives. <laughs> Show up at the Mark Bird. Um. Let's kept secret. Let's kept secret. It's we're gonna be level like a hundred, and then they're gonna be like, "Where do you live, Kay?" You want to know the real secret is that Nancy and I never picked a spot on the map where her house is. <laughs> it's just home. Nice, nice. It's very, very roguish to have a secret lair. I understand. You live in the sewers. Yes. It's fine, like Batman. I do. Whatever. Yeah, it's like always the sewers. Steve's Guild. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he no, has, like, an entrance to a bat. I'm sure there's some iteration of Batman where the Batcave is, like, connected to sewers, right? Like, yeah, the old Gotham sewer system. Yeah, like the one, like the uh, Batman Returns, right? Doesn't the bat boat connect directly to the sewers? <laughs> Don't worry, this seems very relevant. Sorry, <laughs> so I'm sorry, yeah. Anyway. We, do need a, we do need a boat. <laughs> Maybe we'll take the bat. Yes. Um, Cedric is up and having breakfast when you walk into the Mark Bird, and he's like, Kay! Oh, look, my favorite people. <laughs> it's just me! Like, walks over and sits. 
I think you're pretty great too, Kay. I don't know. I don't know who my favorite people are. I think I like most people. No one in this town. You like literally no one in this town. I mean, no, I like you just fine. Like, I think, like, as a friend, I think you're pretty great. Um, oh, you just got friend zoned in. <laughs> I did. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Um, He's like four times my age, so. <laughs> like twice your age. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's only twice your age. Fletcher yeah. and Cedric are only twice your age. It's okay. Yeah. Cedric is Cedric is actually about my actual age, which makes him a child. In actually, he's uh, I literally I have exactly my age written down on my character sheet. Yep. Yeah. 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 As a dwarf, you would still be like a child. How mm -hmm. are you out as a priest? <laughs> no, he's he's like just barely an adult. Um, can you guys see uh, in here, Joe? Because I can. Nope. I can. No. no. Joe, try calling. Uh, sorry, try calling Peter instead. <laughs> I just clicked no. No, is he in a different call? <laughs> well, he called me. I think. Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know. You are you were all on the same screen for me, but huh. that happened to me once. Remember? Did you have to? I do. Do you remember what you did? Or I shut down VC and try it again. <laughs> Technology is great. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, um, so you guys are doing breakfast? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't think, uh, I didn't really have any plans for today. I didn't really thought about it. Um, do you, what do you guys want to do today? We, we have that fancy thingamajig tomorrow, don't we? Yeah. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, but until then, I don't really have any plans. I mean, we need to get a boat if we're going to go up river. So we need to at least make arrangements for that. Um, but uh, I guess we will need a boat. What kind of boat were you thinking? Um, I don't really know that much about boats. I mean, I apparently don't know anything about rivers, so I mean, I don't know what help I'm gonna be. Uh, well, you you know all the people here. I'm I'm sure you'd be able to get us exactly what we need. But I don't know what we need. So as this conversation is happening, um, you hear the door of the tavern open, and um, Cedric, two of those four boys who ran you over in the street a few days ago, um, come in with, uh, one. the bigger one is carrying a brown paper package tied with twine. Ooh! Um, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen so, somebody so excited about new clothes before. Um, so yeah, they sort of like come in the door, and they're sort of like, looking around, and they sort of come over to the bar, and it looks like they're about to ask Leon, um, you know, for... Boys! Boys, over here! Are those my shirts? Uh, are you, uh, Mr. Cedric? Yes! That is, that is me! I am him! Yes! Okay. Uh, I... and then they just, like, thrust this big brown paper-wrapped package at you. Cool. I take it from them. Kay puts her hand on it, she's like, maybe these should not be your adventuring clothes. <laughs> or maybe you should save one here so you know you don't have to do this again and we don't have to do this again you don't enjoy our shopping episodes <laughs> <laughs> they're rather specific and as someone who's on the other end of the service industry like make me cringe a little bit inside all right all right yeah yeah um uh, i i'll uh, these these I will this one is gonna be my nice one and this is gonna be my semi nice one and this is gonna be my like clean dirty one and then the one I have on now is gonna be my dirty dirty one. I have plans. Okay, perfect. 
Dirty, dirty? Dirty, dirty. Dirty, dirty. Well, it wouldn't be nature check without technical difficulties. Basically, at this point in the stream, some weird things started happening with audio. And so when I was editing it, I decided that we needed to cut everything from this point until the audio problems stopped happening. Uh, so instead, here's a quick recap. First, the cast continued making fun of Cedric and his new shirts, of course. Uh, this also included a short discussion about how people in New Seychester don't tip because they actually pay their employees a living wage, unlike some non-fantasy countries. After that bit of hilarity, our heroes started discussing their need for a boat to get across the Coco real river to continue on their to-do list, at which point they were interrupted by a <clears throat> from a figure on the other side of the room in the marked bird. Uh, they then met Stominel Laughshield, a stylishly dressed blonde elven woman, who told them that she has a boat and would be willing to ferry them across the river for a nominal fee. After that, the group was hopeful that they could solve all of their problems by just sitting in the bar and talking loudly, um, so they started re-discussing the problem with the river with Leon. Unfortunately, Leon is not a scientist or a naturalist, so eventually the players realized that they would need to venture out into the city of New Seychester in order to do something about the river. Cedric was eager to show off his skill in identifying stone materials and quickly realized that the gemstones they had recovered from the bodies of the gnolls they fought were bloodstone. So at this point, they decided to split the party so that Kay and Cedric could go to a jeweler's to try to do something about the blood Bloodstone, and Fletcher and Lucanus would go to Pops at Bubble and Fizz to get their water samples analyzed. While on their way to the jewelry shop, Cedric did his best to initiate a heartfelt conversation with Kay about how interpersonal relationships in the group were going. Uh, Kay shared that the adventuring life is not exactly what she expected it to be, and that being stabbed in the stomach isn't much fun. Um, she also shared that uh, she feels a strong responsibility to her family to come home safely from every adventure and Cedric did his best to listen and be there for her. Honestly, it was just a really sweet and very endearing conversation. Once inside the jewelry shop, Kay and Cedric met Ketsadi Baldurk, an extremely sensuous dwarven woman who was able to appraise and then purchase their pieces of bloodstone. Cedric was immediately very uncomfortable and awkward, and it was adorable! Kay did her best to calm him down, and she then asked Ketsadi about having the pearl that she found um, off of the fish people from way back when at the beginning of their adventures together, uh, she wanted to have that set in a necklace. At this point, our tech issues were resolved. Back to the stream. In any case, um, yeah, so she's got a, a bunch of chains that she, but yeah, she's got a bunch of chains uh, like in the counter or like in the, the you know, the, the glass case in front of her that she shows you. Um, do any of these uh, interest you? Um, I could I could add something to one of them. So there's you know really fine dainty filigree. Um, there's sort of chunkier ones. So she's got a really wide array of chains, silver, um, some you know less shiny metals too. Yeah, like maybe like a little silver, a silver one, and like sure. like a small. <clears throat> thing. Uh, Cedric so, now gets to handle Kay going jewelry shopping. Yeah, yeah. So like every like every, like if Kay like glance like Cedric's now standing like slightly behind Kay, and like oh like God, when yeah. she glances back at him, he's just like like giving her like encouraging nods, just like <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. If you'd like me to take the pearl and um 
what you just wanted it inlaid like in a basically like a silver holder and then on a chain is that what you're looking for um i was thinking like some sort of like kind of like a celtic thingy i know there's not like celtic people but like but like a knot yeah, yeah. like a pretty little knot like something like, like a simple, but also like not too uh, simple. yeah and a bixian knot yeah and it, yeah yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, sure, I can do that. Um, and did you, you said you pointed out a chain you like? Yeah, it's like a, it's like one of the filigree ones. It's not super, super dainty, but it's okay. like on the daintier side. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, all of that together would run you, um, probably about, uh, 80 gold. I will keep that in mind. Okay. And save up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Of course. Um, well, it was lovely meeting you and doing business with you. Come back again. Thanks. And you leave. And yep. we leave. And we leave. And they leave. Yep. And Except they leave. Cedric, we should, we should get we should get Cedric like a gold chain with a sundial on it. No, <laughs> not like Cedric style. Not Cedric style. <laughs> no, very much not. Yeah, mm. uh, uh, specifically made buttons is as fancy as Cedric will get. Even the uh, even the Abixian, uh armband that they gave us he like he's like wearing it hidden because it's it's a little too like it's over the top much. it's garish it's too much mm -hmm. a little too vulgar yeah it's pretty vulgar <laughs> to adorn oneself uh in that way is pretty pretty tacky in cedric's eyes um mm -hmm. but uh but he was trying to be supportive of k <clears throat> k like looks at and she's like yeah, I know you don't really like jewelry or anything, but, like, I don't know. I've never had anything nice, and I've never had, like, the means to get myself anything nice. Like, we, we all just, like, I mean, our, our clothes are fine, but most of mine are hand-me-down. Or I just bought, like, I don't know, not, like, the cheapest thing, but one step up from the cheapest thing. And, like, I don't know. It would just be nice to have something that's nice and that's mine. I, I can definitely appreciate a well-crafted item. There is a lot of beauty in making something well, no matter what it is. And just think like that, she's going to have someone like showing off her art, you know? It's not just about me and a pretty necklace. Like, I get to show, proudly display one of the, like, our fine artists, like, artisans we have here. Like, you are sporting and showing off the fine craftsmanship of the tailor, right? So it's not really that different. Fair enough. I never really thought about it that way. Um, I guess we've had a lot of thinking this small errand. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd have, who'd have thought that going shopping would inspire so much contemplation? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Fletcher and Lucanus, um, yeah, you've been to Bubble and Fizz once? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, and then we ran into Pops in the crowd at the uh, parade. Right. Um, so give me a... <laughs> are you just going to like try to find your way back, or are you like asking for directions from people? Um, I think before asking, I would see, like, just do I, like, see, do I recall at all where we headed? Like... Okay. Um, one of you can make a survival check and add a plus two because you're working together. Uh, make a survival yeah, check. Yeah, do you want me to do it, or... I love how they're surviving you? in town. God, they're... We don't know how badly they've rolled yet. They may not survive. I know. Survival is good for a lot of things, including navigation. Okay, well, 
Well, you said it was a plus two for working together. Yeah. And then so with my wisdom, 18. 18, yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. You managed to find your way back. I mean, it's still in the market district. It's not like you could wander too awfully far. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. I got a four plus another, I think it's Oh, a, well, it was just... I think my bonus on... Well, it was four, just a one-person so. roll, but that, that was good enough. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, um, so you make it back to Bubble and Fizz. Um, you going on in? Yep. Cool. Um, so yeah, inside, um, you know, Pops is hanging out at the counter. Looks like he might be standing on a stool or something like that. Um, and he sees you guys come in. Oh, hello. How are you boys today? Good, good, Pops. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm, I feel exuberant to see you again. Likewise. Is, is, uh, is, do we see, is, is, is Fluvius there too? Is he uh, like out in the front of the shop? Fluvius is not in the front of the shop right now. Fluvius is not there. Okay. Um, I didn't want to end up like ignoring him. Um, <laughs> That's so considerate. <laughs> um, so Pops, uh, we visited the Cochreal River, uh, which you've probably heard about has been in bad shape and there have been oh. no fish coming out of it lately. And, uh, we think we might know why. There's there's something coming from upstream somewhere that is making the water uh, essentially poisonous. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I, I collected some samples of the water. I had sort of a sh like a sheen on the surface, as if the, you know there's something on top of the water, and the water is also drastically foaming where it's hitting riffles and there's foam collecting on rocks and along the banks uh, and the plants along the river are also starting to sort of die off so I, I brought a plant as well and and we couldn't I couldn't find anything uh, any animal from the river I think they've been either they're either deep in the river or they died off and have floated downstream um, so that's that's all I could bring and I pull out the the five vials the water and the foam and the and the plants um, so I was hoping if you know maybe there's some kind of uh, testing you might be able to do to figure out what is getting in the river and that might help us uh, zero in on a possible source to find out the how we might to stop it of course of course well that that sounds like a really dire situation but uh, it looks like you're a very thorough scientist, and he's sort of taking the... I'm assuming you put the vials, like, on the counter? Is that... Yeah, I put it on the counter. Okay, yeah, so he's, like, taking them, and he pulls out a pair of, of big glasses and puts them on, and is sort of looking at the vials, and, oh, all right, so so two samples of the, the sheen and two of the foam, and then this whole plant. Uh, yeah, I can do some tests on these if you'd like. Uh, it's You said the whole river is, is gross like that, huh? Uh, as far as we went... Uh, it was it was our whole group went out and we trekked, you know, as far as we could go with within a day up the river and it was it was all like this. Um, we couldn't we could not really go far enough to see to find clean water uh, where that, that wasn't still be, that wasn't being affected. Well, that's a that's a real problem. Um, yeah, let me. Uh, I've got a whole setup in the back. Let me do some some chemical tests on all of these, and I will get back to you soon. Uh, it's gonna take me a little time to run, you know, through things, but 
uh, yeah, let me see if I can find anything in this water. Because uh, if it's poisonous and it's killing the plants and the fish, and I mean, I assume that it would probably be bad for anybody who might drink the water. Like, that's not very good for the townsfolk. So, yeah, let me let me do some tests, and, and I'll get back to you. Are you, yeah. uh, where, where are you, or where can I find you? Uh, we're staying at the Marked Bird. All right, well, if I don't see you uh, around or anywhere else, um, I will send word to the Marked Bird <laughs> uh, when, uh, when and if I find something. All right. Uh, we we were planning on trying to get back up the river and across to try to learn more uh, in two days' time on the twelfth. Um, hopefully, do, do you think we we might know more uh, from by then? Ah, uh, hopefully, yeah. I'll uh, I'll put Flavius to work on it and see if he can't figure something. Oh, maybe he shouldn't touch it. I'll, I'll figure something out. Um, I'll get back to you soon. Yeah, promise. And uh, and I, I will I would uh, a warning. Uh, if you remember uh, Cedric from from our from our group, I do. Of he, course, yeah. He he uh he did taste the water and it was not good. Uh, his mouth was burning for quite a while and he seemed like it uh definitely caused him at least discomfort if not some harm. Oh oh well that's. Mm. Uh, well, I, I don't know why he did it. I don't uh, know why he did it. I, I'm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I not suppose too I, broken. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, well, I'm, I'm glad. I guess he's okay. Uh, uh, although that, that confirms my suspicion that it's not good for the townsfolk or for anybody to be coming in contact with the water. Uh, well, I definitely won't have Lewis work on it in that case. But um, it burned him. You say that gives me that gives me a place to start. Uh, with my chemical tests. Uh, so a poison that burns. Uh, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, that, uh, that, that, that's how he described the sensation. I, I I didn't taste any myself, so I'm not sure what may have, have really happened. Fair enough. I guess I, I suppose it's better that you didn't taste it. Uh, yeah, I will get I will get on this right away. Uh, that seems like a, a really big problem. Um, is there anything else I can help you gentlemen with today? Um, I don't think so. Uh, uh, but we, we will definitely be looking forward to hearing back from you. Uh, and and uh, if if there are some costs that come associated with this, obviously using supplies and things, uh, be sure be sure to let us know. Um, and, and I I will uh, cover uh, cover any of those expenses. Oh, well, that's very generous of you. Thanks. Uh, yeah, sure thing. I will let you know as soon as I find something. Thank you. Of course. Um, does he does he go to the back, or is he like waiting for us to leave? Uh, I mean, he's he's starting to sort of like clamber down off the stool. Yeah, why? Okay. Um, I I just think before we go, I kind of, do, um, does he carry like, like chemical testing, alchemical, uh, like physical supplies, like beakers and alembics and conden- like condensation tubes, like all those kinds of things you would use for doing that testing? Oh, you're asking if he has that like out for sale in the shop? Yeah. Does he have them out? Um, there's sort of, like, an area where there's some stuff like that. It looks like it's probably not, at least this area that's on display doesn't look like it's super well-stocked. You might assume because there aren't that many people in this town who yeah. do stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, he's got a few things like that. Some, yeah, um, uh, flasks with corks and, you know, other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think before we go, I kind of look through it because I'm, I'm starting to want to, since I couldn't bring much with me, Especially fragile things like this, I'm. I want to see. Uh, start trying to figure out how much it would run me to develop my own set of things to have here. Um, so at least to see what he has available. Sure. Yeah. Um. So so very much like in the real world. Um. The more complicated the shape of the glassware, the more expensive it is. Um. 
<laughs> so if you just want like um, beakers or like there are like the test tubes are a little you know they're they're kind of large it's uh, he doesn't maybe have a lot of like super fine finely shaped glass work at least or uh, yeah glass pieces at least not out here on display um, but yeah those will run you like a few copper to a few silver um, something like an Erlenmeyer flask or you know something more complicated in shape um, he doesn't have anything much more complicated than that um, but yeah those will be a little more expensive okay um, what sort of uh, offensive potions are there and what what are the prices on those um, in his whoops, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, he has um, offensive. Yeah. Um, th- how do I say? This? Like alchemist fire and stuff similar to that. Mm. Um, I think when you were when you were exploring and asking about um, alchemist fire, uh, when you were trying to figure out an alibi for Jay. Um, Pops did not sell Alchemist Fire. Um, he has a lot of, I guess, what you would call more like complicated potions. Like Alchemist Fire, as he explained to you guys, was um, fairly pedestrian, honestly. That like it's, it's potion. It's not a, it's not a peasant's potion. It's also not really a potion. It's more of like a, it's like ye olde Molotov cocktail, basically, yeah. right? Like it's a, it's a combination of fluids in a sealed glass container that, when thrown and exposed to the air, ignites and um, yeah, so that's something that you can buy in a lot of more standard places. Um, Pops has kind of like next level stuff. Like he is he is a potion brewer. Like this is that is a thing. Oh, that he okay. Has. So he has like he has like legit potions. So he has like uh, healing potions, and he has um, some magic oils, and he has love potions and potions of stealth and blur. And oh dark my vision. God. Did spike Cedric's drink the love potion. <laughs> About how much do these potions cost? Um, they cost in a range. So like a single cure light wounds potion is fifty gold. Um, uh, an elixir of love is one hundred and fifty gold. Uh, an elixir of truth is five hundred gold. Uh, a potion of neutralized poison is seven hundred and fifty gold. Yeah, they, they, they range quite a bit in their pricing. Uh, and you imagine that the price of the potion is somewhat commensurate with the power of the effect. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, does he have any Alchemist Fire for sale? Uh, no. No. Okay. I'm going to keep on the lookout for that. Anything else? <laughs> okay. Uh, um. Let's make note of the supplies and things. Um. I imagine I'll probably be waiting to buy everything I might want until I also go buy, like, Elsa's and see if maybe there's another store somewhere that might have something applicable. Um, and since I may or may not actually have that other potion, I'm not going to be trying to get it identified because maybe <laughs> it doesn't exist. And I wrote down something that is not something I have. Oh, sorry. We'll have to figure that out later. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so were you guys meeting back up, or were there other errands that you were running? No. Um, I don't think so, because the boat came to us, which, granted, in D&D is usually probably not a good thing, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> I don't know, my headphones came to me. Maybe it'll <laughs> <hour> <laughs> <of time>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but was that street vendor as cool as Stominal? No, he was just a street vendor with a large armful, although... Random tangent, 
like people get on the bus and sell things and the best thing that i ever saw anyone sell was a flashlight that was also a taser and he was selling it alongside disco balls on the bus oh my alongside god what? don't mix those up no what don't what do you say joe uh alongside what a disco ball oh i could see those two things being used in tandem Somebody mugs you, just, ha, and dazzle them. Or use the taser? Or the taser, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, sure. No, you I mean, see, you know, what's the vegetation to get out of a fight instead of shocking grass? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, Joe's saying I mean, you, you, do, okay. you tase the disco so... ball and it shoots out bolts of lightning. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay, so just hear me out. Hear me out. Let's say that you're trying to mug someone. Let's say that you're trying to mug someone, and you go up, you pull out your gun, and you're like, give me all your money, and then all of a sudden, disco starts playing with the lights and the ball, and... We're all silently doing disco dances. I was gonna We're say, all silently dancing. I'm going to have to cut that yeah. random awkward silence out of the podcast. I was like, what were they doing? <laughs> Push it over, would probably, disco would probably give you a moment to get away, I guess. <laughs> yeah, then they See, compulsively the, start dancing, right? It's like Tasha's hideous laughter, live. but... <laughs> this is the content you get if you watch us live. All of us awkwardly dancing. Speaking of which, mm. hi, Eric! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I guess we head back to the Marked Bird. Okay, you head on back to the Marked Bird. Not doing anything else in town? Um, in that case, um, maybe this is a good place for us to take our halfway break. Let's Round do home. it. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, so we're going to take a break. Hi, Eric. We're glad you're here. Um, anybody else who's out there, thanks for being here. Um, we're gonna take a quick bio break, but we'll be back soon. That and we're back. <laughs> I wasn't done chewing, and he didn't oh. tell me we were back. Oh. <laughs> but here we are anyway. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, boy. It's one of those nights. Mm. Um, we're struggling mm. today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys went and sold your bloodstones. And you went and talked to Pops about water samples, and he's going to get back to you on that. And um, we had a heart-to-heart. -heart. And you had a heart-to-heart. -heart. Um, well, at least two of you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's probably, like, midday or, like, early... What are you doing, dog? Midday or <laughs> early afternoon. Um, what else would you guys like to do with your day? Um, do you think maybe we should... Uh, to the guy about the net. Yes, probably. <laughs> do you think it should we're gonna probably be returned. <laughs> or do we think we can just return it? Oh, yeah, or do or will we do we think we'll need it on the other side of the river? Like should yeah. we just go to him and just be like, we're going to pay you for this net so you can get a new net. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that's good. I mean we just did sell a whole bunch of stuff so we could actually like buy it. We can put yeah. it on as a business expense. We did get a sweet deal on those business now. How do taxes work in Arda? Can we do that? Do they have an IRS? Yeah, let's have a whole episode about that. <laughs> uh... I don't Come think we get a lot of XP did for... Build a taxation uh... funding system. Why are they world? still level two? <laughs> oh, well, because they spent three episodes filing their taxes. <laughs> 
<laughs> and and they oh, because they visited the local they government too. <laughs> yeah, didn't you like two episodes ago? You wanted to petition the government for like a an import uh an like an import inspection thing to keep invasive species from coming into the yeah. Country. Oh yeah. <laughs> and now we're gonna Avis. form like a super pack to ask <laughs> for certain things in their new uh, budget appropriations for the next fiscal year. <laughs> yeah, as yeah, superheroes, as superheroes. It's like our power is bureaucracy. That is, we are going to bring a good bureaucracy here. And then awesome. it'll get corrupted, Maybe and then we we'll have to fight it. Net first. Net first. Yeah, we 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 should probably just go give if the guy money. If we buy it, we'll have a net gain. Uh. Okay. Mm. Hold on. My food is here. BRB. Y'all walk there. <laughs> that was uh, that was like net gain. Mic drop out. <laughs> Y'all, but I like that she ended it with y'all walk there, yeah. even though the store is literally right next door to the March Bird. It'll still take us 45 minutes you to get there. That's how we do. That's how we the. Y'all walk there. That's how uh, nature check do. I know you guys have so many like heartfelt conversations while you're walking like a block. <laughs> was well, I? I know. I was not there when the net and all that stuff happened. I wasn't there that day, but was Fletcher there when they did the net? Like, when they talked to this guy and borrowed that? Do I have uh, any kind of connection were, to that? I believe the story was that you were in your room checking out the plant, the purple plant. Okay, so Fletcher, Fletcher was not present right. when they did all that. With the, right. Okay. Yeah. And the guy is somebody that Kane knows, right? Like, it wasn't just some rando. Yeah, no, I mean, they're they're sort of friendly, because, again, his shop is right next to the marked bird, and, like, he's... He, we might be online, yeah. because we just lost our connection. Resuming... Oh, an unexpected error occurred when trying to connect to the server. Interesting. Did the system literally crash while I was gone? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. You know what? You guys can't do anything without K, okay? Like, that's really where we are. All right, I'm getting a streaming... Now that Nancy is back... The streaming is now, according to my computer, working again, so give it a second to see if it pumps back up. We couldn't do without Nancy? Yeah, we can't do it without Nancy. I mean, we oh, managed back. for several weeks, but <laughs> for the entire month of January, but excellent. It We're back. back. That was fun. Whoops! Hmm? Whoops! Whoops! Like Peter's internet was like, oh no, Nancy, come back! Yeah. My internet's <laughs> um, a Nancy fan. Yeah. Uh, right uh, to connect. Eric says he's a level five bourgeoisie. I feel like almost everybody <laughs> in academia has to multi-class into bourgeoisie at some mm -hmm. point. Or yeah. no, not bourgeoisie. Sorry, bureaucrat. Bureaucrat? Is that what you said? I don't know. The chat. I had to refresh the Bure thing. Yeah. I can't see the chat. Bureaucrat would make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, I feel like I feel like are just bureaucracy. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. I feel like I feel like what you said and I were not the words that came out of my mouth, but I knew. <laughs> <what you> said. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I'll be the first to admit though. I have like a minus two in paperwork. I really have. Like, there's a reason I have staff in my party. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you don't have a good staff member in your party, like your far your faculty party is useless. Like, I'm sorry, completely useless. I mean, it's so true. Parties that are all parties have that have many people of the same class rarely work very well. Yeah, D uh, diversity is valuable. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Just barbarians mushing every enemy into a paste. <laughs> But then they literally can't accomplish anything else. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work when all of a sudden you have to deal with, like, intrigue. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
And I've seen lots of parties that are very, like, intrigue-heavy that can't, you know, as soon as they're faced with combat, they're like, ah, and everybody passes out because, yeah. Right. Or anyway, you overspin you your grant and... Intrigue. What was that, Joe? I said you can have a barbarian that does intrigue. I mean, you did so. You did okay so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he you is on have... wanted posters all over the town. <laughs> That's true. Um, but you do have better uh, social ability scores than many barbarians do, so that might be part of the reason why you did okay. Thanks for the elf. Thanks, thanks to the elf. <laughs> yep. Well, and you yep. just rolled really well. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, what was the plan? We're going to go return the nets. We still haven't done that thing yep. that Nancy told us to do before she left. Right. We walked so you, down the street. Uh, so wait, you so walked literally next door. Did we... So we all we all ended up back at the marked bird. Yes. Correct. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go with the net. I, even, I wasn't there when we originally procured it, but I'll just... I'll stick. I'll, I'll go along. Okay. If there was something else you wanted to do, you can do that, too. I think Fletcher was just thinking about that going to buy a, like... A fancy robe for tonight. Alright. Okay. Um, well, we'll take care of whoever help. wants to go to the white canvas first, and then we can take care of other shopping bits. He can do okay. that on his own anytime, so it's fine. The party's tomorrow night, so it's not like I, there's all day tomorrow. That's true. You can't just get custom clothes the day before. I'm sorry, Ryan. I know you don't know anything about... It's not <laughs> going to be custom. Yeah, he's hanging oh. off the rack. Oh, right, right. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Lucanus kind of looks around nervously. What am I going to wear? Do you even own other clothes? No. Well, I got my cloak and my armor. <laughs> we'll we'll find we'll find something for you, buddy. Yeah, I can at least find that hole point, in your cloak if you want. He points he points at Cedric's get up. Can I have one of those? Like, do they make those in my size? A shirt and pants. A shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they make them in all sizes. That's the best thing about them is oh that you can get them custom. So they I'm, I'm, I'm He's sure been on his own too long. <laughs> I'm sure they have some large, a large shirt we can buy for you to wear. <laughs> can I get one that looks like? Can I get one that looks like Cedric's? No, his his was custom and took like days to be made. So we don't have time for you to get a shirt like that. Hmm. But we also don't need you going to this fancy party in what you're wearing. <laughs> this is not, it's not working for me. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys you don't like the whole leather clad look? Is this a Fletcher Wears Prada? <laughs> it just doesn't work, Lucanus. Sashay away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did our, did our wizard it. just sashay away from me? Oh, no, I think he was telling you to sashay away. Oh. Um, I love this. Anyway, you're going yeah. to the white canvas. Somebody's going to the white canvas. Mm -hmm. I guess Kay we, we we all apparently, apparently oh, Kay and, and Cedric are. While we're all going. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, so you head literally next door to the white canvas. <laughs> Fifteen <laughs> minutes later. Um, okay. And uh, maybe you had a quick lunch at the March Bird. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so you go inside, and yeah, Fletcher, you hadn't been in this store yet, um, but this is basically like the like the sailing supply store, so there's sails and oars and boards and, you know, nets and ropes and anchors, and, you know, he's got all kinds of stuff, and there is um, a, an, uh, an older uh, male half-orc 
in the sh- in the shop. Um, he doesn't look that dissimilar to the orc you guys dispatched not that long ago. He's got dull green skin um, and short cropped hair, although his is very white. It's not black like the the orc that you. Uh, killed. Um, you also see as he gestures, um, he has uh, tattoos in black ink along both arms, um, and he is missing the ring and pinky fingers on his left hand. For a minute, Kayla just like kind of like box, like she doesn't mean to. It's just like the image. Yeah. A little bit of PTSD. <clears throat> yeah. This uh, this guy is is this not the guy that we got the sales from the first time? The net. The net. It is, isn't that? It is the same guy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, hi, everyone. Uh, hey, Kay, Kay, are you all right? I had a day, like, a couple days ago. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Um, so, sure. yes. Okay. But thank you. Thanks for checking in. So, we have your net. And it is in good condition, because we did not use it. Because mm-hmm. we haven't been able to use it yet. And we think we may use it in the future, so I think we just want to buy it. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, it's been a little while. Um, yeah, you... sorry. It's okay. There's some um, late fees. Do... <laughs> yeah. Well, like, because we were going to go straight to the river, and then, you know, like, Jay's trial happened, so, you know, we had to make sure that he didn't, you know, yeah. Right, so, I, I did hear about that. Um, I'm, I'm glad he's okay. I am also very glad. So anyway, like, we got delayed slightly because, mm-hmm. you know, that happened, and then and then, and then, then we had to go on a, on a quest because he was being blackmailed. Anyway, it was, it was very long and complicated. <laughs> anyway, we just went to the river, and the river is covered in sludge. So we did not put the rope into the sludge because this genius behind me decided to drink the sludge, and it burned him. So we... <laughs> Why would you do a thing like that, son? Well, I think, isn't that the question of the ages? Like what? Well... Anyway, so we have collected some sludge to be examined. And we're going to go across the river in two days to see if maybe we can collect something. Because we, if there's a better part of the river, we might use the net. But we have not used the net yet. So, but we don't really think it's fair to you to, like, keep borrowing it, because we said we would give it to you the next day, and then, you know, we didn't. So we figured we might as well just, you know, buy it, because, yeah. <laughs> I, I I think I understand, at, at least enough. Um, <laughs> do you remember, uh, I don't have my notes in front of me, how much did you pay him for it? I didn't pay him, someone else paid him. I know. No I, I want to say you... I want to say you gave him, like, half. Um, yeah. So if you give him another 10 gold, um, that'll do it. It's a 20 gold net? That's what the book says. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that is... All right, Wizards of the Coast, we need to have some words about the relative value net. of things. 20 gold. You can throw it 10 feet, and it weighs 6 pounds. Just like a <laughs> cat. Hmm. Wow. All right. I can throw my cat farther than 10 feet. What? Um, <laughs> does not know from experience. Only um, can, only when she walks on my stomach in the middle of the night. Um, been there, been there. All right. Well, let's just give the guy his gold and get out of here. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't super fair, really. Uh, I got 10 gold. Uh, Cedric opens rocks. up the... I mean, we just sold the rocks that we got. Isn't that not, like... 
party money to use for on business expenses. Yeah, let's... Somebody should keep track of it somewhere, somehow. Let's do that. Uh, Kay, you still got that purse? Yep. Jingle, jingle. Why am I responsible for everything? I mean, I'll, I'll be responsible if you want to. Want me to. Yes. I don't dwarves, like, do well with money and stuff. You take this. Okay. That's a is... little bit racist, but all right. You know. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, I, I mean... heard Cedric, but you personally are very good with money. So here, take this. <laughs> All right, I'm going to write it down on my character sheet. 140 gold. I think it's a good start to, like, a party pool of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lord knows you don't trust the banks in this town. Let me play. Well, plus, uh, <laughs> Lucanus and I went and sold the weapons and armor that we got off of those gnolls and orcs off, yeah. off session, in between sessions. Yeah. yeah, it looks like that you are a great candidate for... Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'll combine those, those monies then. Off-screen, yeah. Lucanus got some new weaponry. Oh, yeah. We, we, make him, we make him be the streamer for us, we make him be the party accountant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peter is so reliable. Well, you get everything you pay for. I'm just <laughs> fair warning. Yeah. The All reason, the technical issues the reason, are my fault. The reason, why, the reason why Cedric is now the party accountant is because of Peter's real life responsibility, not necessarily Cedric's in game. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Alright. Cedric doesn't know this guy, so. All right. Well, thanks! Yeah, thanks, friend. Uh, if the water is that. If, if the water hurts you when you drink it, uh, I mean, I know I told you. To, be careful before you went and messed with the river before, just because like it's a lot of water. But if it's if the water is hurting people in some way, please be extra careful. Yeah. Uh, well, to be honest, yeah. I think that's the least dangerous thing out there. Are you sure you're okay? Did you not hear that these kids like showed up with like an orc head in their in a bag? Right. Sorry. We got attacked. We're obviously all very fine, though. Please don't tell my mother. Thank you. <laughs> you just told the half-orc that we decapitated, or you just told the, the, the an orc? He stabbed me through. Please also don't tell my mother. Uh, I have a lot of questions, and I'm very concerned. Please don't tell my mother. <laughs> We're doing this. I mean, so you you're basically an adult. I'm not going to tell on you to your mother. As much as I care about Elizabeth and the rest of your family, I'm not going to I'm not going to tell her things that you haven't decided to share with her yourself. You're the best. Can you like always be the best? Maybe I I'll try. come back for a chat sometime. I have I have tried to be the best I can be for a long time. Um I I really do want you to please be safe though. Okay? Yes. Always, always very safe when going to the river and examining why there are no fish and okay. the river is sludge and sick. Because, you know, if you're messing around with people like that, it just, it sounds like you might be getting into some dangerous situations, so please be careful. Okay. okay. I promise. Okay. Well, anyway, thanks for everything. Um, we're gonna go now and definitely not do anything dangerous. Definitely not. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. So. <clears throat> well, now I feel better about having this net. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, me too. 
I also like how you guys were like, we didn't put it in the water because the water was sludgy, when really the reason you didn't put it in the water is because you forgot to bring it with you. (laughs) (laughs) We couldn't tell him that. Yeah, it's too embarrassing. Uh, All right, what's next? Um, Um, Drinking! What time is that? Doesn't Lucanus need a shirt? Is it still open? Uh, It's like mid-afternoon. I mean, yeah, we have time. We have time today. So, uh, I I think I want to pick up something new for tomorrow night. So I might head back out uh, into the market and and poke around some of the uh, clothing shops. Okay. Good luck. Please be kinder than Cedric was. Whoa. <laughs> I'll I'll be I'm, I'm buying off the rack. So oh, nice. I think I think it'll be a lot easier on the shopkeepers. Cedric had very specific needs, but he wasn't a jerk, as it's I true. recall. That is true. I might have been a jerk. I can't remember. I did wait outside for a long time, though. With a nasty <laughs> head in a bag. <laughs> I know what I like. <laughs> oh, boy. So, um, Alright, so where are you going to buy some clothes? Um, if you uh, remember... Can you just tag along? Because he obviously needs clothes. Are you, are you, are you asking Fletcher? Well, yeah. Can I can I come along? Cause I need to find something to buy. Uh, yeah, of course. Can we okay. head off back towards the market across the I, square? Okay. Um, yeah. So if you remember, um, when Cedric asked uh, Kay's mom about shirts and things a few episodes ago, <laughs> um, she mentioned that there were two clothiers or tailors um in town. Um, one that's more like. Uh, simple and utilitarian, which is where Cedric wound up going for um, his shirts. That one's called the Weathered Cloak. Um, and then there's a, like a fancier one um, called the Raven's Wing. Um, I, I'm clearly going to the Raven's Wing. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. All right. Um, so this is a uh, a fairly nice looking establishment. It's still in the market district, um, but you can tell that this structure was constructed with care. Um, definitely, like you know, it 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 reads as the fancy clothing shop. Um, you know, nice uh, sort of a classic gray painted wooden exterior, um, <clears throat> and actually one fairly large glass show window in the front, which is a little unusual because you know big plates of glass are hard to come by, especially in a you know a place like this where there isn't a whole lot of um, established, you know, craft. And the ruffians that throw rocks through it. I mean, maybe not that bad, but it's just you know, <laughs> this, this, this town is not is not easily connected to other centers of trade other than by ship. So like glass, especially big pieces of glass, is not something you see everywhere in this town. Um, it's basically like the fancy clothing stores here in Laramie. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Laramie equals New Sanchester. Um so yeah, you head uh, inside the Raven's Wing, and there uh, inside are a pair of um, half-elf men. Um, they look somewhat similar, um, you know, similar height. Um, they both have sort of longish brown hair and pleasant enough faces. Um, and one of them approaches you and says, "Well, welcome to the Raven's Wing, gentlemen. Um, were you looking for something in particular?" Yes. Hello. We we're here shopping for a couple. Nice uh, new pieces to wear to the party for the grand opening of the Adventurers Guild tomorrow night. Uh, I'm hoping to have to find a a, a, a nice updated uh, cloak to wear. Um, and my friend here um, 
I'm not really sure what he wants to look for. <laughs> Translates it, I'm not really sure what you can do to help him, but please try. <laughs> I have... I have a fancy party to, to go to tomorrow, and I need something that looks nice and won't show blood if any happens to get on it. He looks a little askance. Blood? <laughs> what kind of party is this? I mean, there should a not be blood one. at this party. <laughs> uh, he kind of looks at the other the other man running the store and is like, they sort of exchange a glance and he turns back to you and, uh, well, if you're looking for things that are appropriate for a high society party like the Adventurers, uh, or uh, like the Explorers uh, Academy, um, and he sort of gestures, they've got some things hanging around in the store. Uh, did you say you were looking for a cloak? Oh, uh, yes, uh, You know, I already got one of those, but um, I should probably have something that's not a cloak that looks nice, because... Um, so the, he's gesturing, there's a part of the store where they have cloaks, um, they've got leather, they've got, uh, sort of, like, cloaks and capes, so there's leather and silk and velvet, um, both women's and men's styles, um, they've also got sort of fancier, like, sort of, like, wizardy type robes, or, like, the kind of robes that you might see a caster or some sort of academic wearing, um, they also have a selection of, uh, like, trousers and breeches, vests coats and, and shirts. So yeah, they've got they've got quite a bit of everything, including, you know, pre-made um, in a variety of colors, and these are nice fabrics. Like, the, all of this was imported. Um, it's good stuff. Uh, well, I'm going to look through the nice-looking ro- cloaks and robes. Uh, is there a particular color you're looking for? Um, maybe, like, uh, probably sticking with... Similar to like my like the like earth tone palette of what I like my normal robes, but probably like darker and and fewer colors. So maybe it's like if there's like an extremely dark green and black and gray sort of combination. Um, you know, yeah, maybe maybe yeah, high collar, hound's tooth. Elbow patches. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, <laughs> uh, were you looking for a specific fabric? <laughs> um, not, no. <laughs> a heavy tweed. A heavy tweed. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you find? Tweed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More of a na- yeah, a natural like plant-based fiber. Obviously not like mm-hmm. not leather or and nothing as thin <laughs> as like as silk would be. Yeah. So they've got yeah. um. Velvet, uh, like, tweed and corduroy aren't necessarily fabrics that are made into cloaks a lot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's, like, there's like velvet tweed and there's, you know, cloak. some other, like... like... He's just awful. trying to picture, like, how that would work. Somebody who so cosplays bad. out there, make us a, so a make us a cosplay for, like, a professor for a wizard in college wearing the, the brown tweed jacket. That'd and then send it cosplay. to me. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear that. <laughs> If we ever, if this project ever gets big enough that we can, like, afford to slash get invited to a con, somebody in this group will cosplay as that. That would be amazing. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so you're able to find, there's, like, a forest green or, like, a dark brown and, like, velvet or wool. Um, so, yeah, there's a few different things. Um, each of those would run you about uh, four gold. All right. Um, so, yeah, if you want to get one of those. Um, Lucanus, were you looking for, like, uh, shirt and trousers, a uh, vest shirt and trousers, vest coat shirt and trousers, coat shirt and trousers. How 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 fancy are you going here? How many layers of? So of I am mail? not nearly as good with like an understanding of clothes as like Ryan is, but I feel like Lucanus's look would be cowboy but fancy. That's what? yeah. 
Oh, so that's, maybe like that's really all I've got. Leather. So, so like leather. Or maybe like like assless chaps. With leather shirt. Oh, I mean and like leather, leather and denim oh. and you know something fringe and a nice oh. like cowboy hat. Like honey, there is no denim can, in this. You can store. do fancy cowboy can't you for events like this? And did you say fringe? <laughs> there is there is no fringe and there is no denim in this store. <laughs> if you mention something like that, these two guys just walk in, in, a, in a leather oh, shirt with fringe hanging off your arms. Or like, hey. hey. <laughs> it's like a 70s wannabe cowboy. Like, oh my god. This this is an insight into Joe's clothes. I just imagine it like the jacket in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> with all the... Yeah. <laughs> This is terrible. Um, so that, oh, yeah, the, oh, I'm assuming you're so sort much. of indicating a similar amount of distress um, it, as your character. And so the, the man... I say let, Lu- let Lucanus buy something like a leather jacket with fringe. <laughs> I, well, there isn't anything like that in this store. Um, but the, the man who spoke to you when you came in sort of like, uh, he he's good with people. He sees your distress, and so he comes over and is like, let me help you pick something out. You have any colors you like? Uh, I don't know. Um, back, uh, uh, back in, um, back where I'm from, uh, uh, all the elders wore, like, these kind of, um, light, uh, these kind of light gray flowing robes with, um, designs on them, indicating mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, sort of indicating what their powers were, but I never got one, so I don't really know what, you know, how how my people would, you know, how to dress like my people, I guess. Well, I mean, you can <clears throat> look however you want. Like I said, these gentlemen are very obviously half-elf, so. Um, yeah. And he's like, well, I mean, I don't... I don't know. I don't know you very well, but you don't really strike me as like a ropes kind of guy. You seem a little more active. How about um, a nice pair of trousers and a vest and a shirt? And so he picks out an outfit for you. So he's got uh, black trousers, a black button-down shirt, and like a medium dark gray vest. So it's this very sort of like, you know, um, dark but with a little bit of contrast, um, like very classy, sort of artsy outfit. Okay. Can I, like, wear armor under this, or...? I, I mean, yeah, like, it, it, your armor is not... You've got, what, leather armor? Yeah, it's not yeah. super thick. Like, you could wear it under it, yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> do, you, do you like this? Would you like something else? Uh... Let's see. Yeah, sure. I think it's fine. Marvelous. Um, so that ensemble will cost you five gold. Five gold? All right. All right. Shopping accomplished. Woo! I guess Kay should yeah. go dress shopping. I guess she doesn't never been to a formal event as People a People are killing me. Um. I, oh, we don't have to roleplay. I, I can do it over email. Mm. Okay. Well, I, I, your your dress would probably cost similarly to the cloak, so probably like you know three or four gold. Um, Perfect. She gets a nice, pretty blue dress. Beautiful. Blue. So if I check out with a robe. Um, and a new uh, shirt for underneath the robe for tomorrow. How much? What will that? What will that cost? Um, that would be probably five gold, five silver. Oh, do I need to like get anything right. to like conceal a dagger in the robe or, or the fancy thing or? Do, do you expect this party to be like a war? 
I have, I have other questions. He is role-playing um, this barbarian so well right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, where can I hide my weapons? You need a you need a calf holster for a dagger, like all the you know the spy women in movies. It's like, oh, under my dress's skirt, I've got a gun yeah. and a dagger and a taser and. I mean, Lucanus would Lucanus would happily wear a dress to like have the opportunity to bring in the great sword. Like he would totally do that, and he would rock it too. Um, question. So it, can can Kate just like? Do so if she gets a, like a light blue like dress like floor length that is silk would it like mm-hmm. I'm assuming be slightly more than um yeah that'd probably like I said run you about like six six gold yeah and then um can she run back to the the, the jewelry shop because I had that the necklace that that person gave me and see how much that is worth uh the necklace that person what person. Uh, it was the the green, the girl, the girl green. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He gave me a necklace. What? And it was not necessarily a family heirloom. Uh, what session was that? Um. Oh gosh, that was. What girl? That was a while ago. That was a long time ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was All like right. four or five, I think. I'm gonna find it in my notes. This is why. I keep really thorough notes because um <clears throat> yes she gave you a gold necklace mm-hmm. with yeah she gave you a gold necklace with an amber stone a matching gold bracelet and small gold earrings with amber stones oh shit so fancy <laughs> so you're Sounds getting like that appra- where to a party I know you're yeah. getting that appraised yeah that's mm-hmm. the whole ensemble mm-hmm. um Katsadi says that she would give you four hundred gold for all that whoa. <laughs> you could wear them to the party and then sell them. Yeah. <laughs> it like, it. Like, like buying something, not taking the tag off and returning it after the party. Yeah. Right? <laughs> could she like? Could she make the necklace that I wanted, or tomorrow night, or is it? Because it's simple, or is it not? I mean, I would have to. Um, I would have to pour the piece and and set the pearl, and that would take a little time. I mean, I could. I could try to get it done, but I don't know if I'll be if I'll be able to have that ready that quick. That's that's quite a quick turnaround. Quite a quick turnaround. I mean, I'm happy to do silver work. I love I love doing metal work, but uh, you know, it takes a little time to get everything set up and. That makes sense. Um... Uh, does it just cost extra or? Right. <laughs> is Cedric getting? <laughs> no, Cedric is not here for this conversation. <laughs> just throw it in there. Sometimes you can. Uh, for a I'm gonna or... think. Got it. Go to the boys so they can do something. Alright, boys. <laughs> are you doing anything else in this god-awful shopping episode? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, fans. I feel like we we probably went back to the end at this point. Lucanus okay. and I got yeah. 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 Got what we needed Yep, Lucanus is uh, um, yeah. He's done shopping and we're heading back like, so. Uh, okay. Yeah, Cedric, Cedric's not buying anything else. He might get a haircut, but we don't have to roleplay that. Okay. I, ha- I now have a plan. There is a barber. Oh, yeah, I don't need to meet him. Is it? Is it to fly I'm sure, I'm sure he does a fine to, job. Is the plan to fly Nancy up to uh, uh, Peter's house and have her give him a haircut live on stream? Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> next is that year. not the plan? Yeah, no? next next time. Okay. For their, for their okay. one-year anniversary uh, opening, we'll do that. Of the three things that I have, I'm assuming the earrings are like the least valuable. 
Sorry, or I'm actually, you know right. what? She's going to sell the bracelet. She's going to sell the bracelet. She's going to sell the bracelet. Okay, that's... And then, the, and right, because it was earrings and a necklace and then the bracelet. Yeah, right? necklace, bra bracelet, earrings. Yep. Yeah, so she's going to sell the bracelet. Okay, that'll get you 50 gold. Okay, and then she's going to buy, like, this the fine, like, filigree chain. Mm -hmm. That And just wear that and then oh. wait for the pendant. Okay, marvelous. Yeah. Silver and silver and sky blue, classic. Yeah, right. Marvelous. We're classy here. All right, so so she sold the bracelet for fifty, and everything total was was eighty for the for the chain and the pendant, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming you're like you're you're basically you're gonna have her do the rest of it later. Yeah. So she's gonna get just get the silver chain for now and it's like. Okay. Yeah. Um, the silver chain is probably. What did I say? 80. The silver chain is probably like 35. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, the, it's the custom metal work that's the most expensive. Right, but I mean is, is Kay going to pay for the custom metal work up front? Uh, I mean, yeah. You would eventually. But, okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 Alright, cool. that is my shopping. Marvelous. Are you doing anything else on the 10th day of blah blah blah? No! No! no. no. Let's go to the party! No, we're going to the party. party You're fast forwarding party, to the party. party. Um, yep. There is one, um, one thing that happens on the morning of the 11th before we fast forward all the way to the party. Um, Kay, you get up and you know are, are doing like normal, you know, your job things during the day because the party's not mm -hmm. until the evening. Yeah. Um, and you're, when you get to the store, um, your mother's sort of standing there um, with her hands on her hips, sort of looking around the room, just with this concerned look on her face. Ah! Uh, are, you, are you okay? Well, you see that um, some things are in disarray. Uh, specifically, all of the bolts of fabric that are normally sort of, like, stacked behind the counter are just, like, everywhere. And they've knocked over some other things in the store. And she's like, ah... I don't suppose you were in here last night for any reason, and or might have seen or heard anything? No, I went home and went to bed pretty early last night. Hmm. Okay, well, uh, can you help me restack these? I, I have I've... no idea why they're on the ground, but they should be back on the shelf. <laughs> I mean, I didn't feel anything, but I suppose it's not entirely out of the realm. I mean, is anything broken? But, I mean, besides the thing that the like, is the door broken? The window no, broken? no, nothing's broken. Yeah. Uh, that's what I think is so odd. It, it, it doesn't look like anyone broke in. There's just things everywhere, and I don't, I don't think I, I took a quick look. I don't think anything's missing either. It's just everything's sort of fallen over over here. Maybe we have a poltergeist. Well, and and it's not it's not that the whole shop is in disarray. It's specifically it's that like the bolts of fabric were all over the place, and that they it looks like when they fell, they maybe knocked over some other things, but like the rest of the shop is still pristine. Yeah. So, okay, obviously helps with fervor. Awesome. Okay. Uh, now we are fast forwarding to the party. Cool. Party. Okay. Oh boy. Here we go. Alrighty, are you folks arriving together as a foursome? Are you arriving individually? How are you getting to the academy? I think we're... Um, yeah, Kay's just going to show up. There was no plans to meet beforehand, so... I think the boys are probably going to show up together. Yeah. <laughs> we we, share, we like, split an Uber. I was going to say, um... it's like, like going to prom without a date. <laughs> yeah. like, uh... I don't see Joe. 
I just have a blank screen for him. I just see black, yeah. I feel like hear him either. Did he go somewhere? I think he I feel like right before his screen went black, he looked like he stood up, maybe? So I'm not sure whether he's compute maybe his computer dot. Nope, I can still hear him. I can hear sounds coming from Joe. Well hopefully Joe Maybe his, uh... Joe! Like, his roommate locked himself out of the apartment, so. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That's code for, I had to go get another beer. I understand. Well... <laughs> While you're up, well, right? Well, you're yeah. that business on the way back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smart. I mean, double, I double figured we were going to a party. It mm. seems it seems only fitting to have Cheers. New Belgium 1554. Mm. A full, oh delicious, dark beer, perfect for these winter days. Hashtag not a sponsor. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the three of you roll up in your nice new duds. Um, yep. And uh, uh, you see that Casper is sort of on the steps of the building, welcoming people into the party. Um, and Casper, by the way, definitely has a dagger on him. Where? <laughs> uh, just right inside the vest. Okay. Uh, are you wearing your armor under your clothes? Yes. Okay. Uh, anybody else wearing their armor or weapon? <clears throat> Cedric is wearing okay. all of his armor <laughs> and carrying his weapon. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a ceremonial weapon. That's true. That's true. And it does have your it does have your uh, symbol on it. Yeah. Yeah. My holy symbol is part of my weapon. So. Okay. Um, I guess. Maybe Kate thought about it. Uh, <laughs> I think I think she is like worried enough with all the shenanigans that she is like the little dagger she has. She's like tied it to her inner thigh and her dress. Marvelous, uh, Fletcher. <laughs> I mean, wizards don't have armor, <laughs> and wizards kind of are weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's he can true. cast mage armor, so he's always prepared. Mm, yeah. I don't think he has mage armor yet. Do you? Uh, I I mean I have a protection spell. No. All right, yeah. Good enough. I have I have shield. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, as you guys approach, um, you can see Casper is standing on the steps of the building, sort of welcoming people into the party, and there are a bunch of other people sort of arriving at about the same time as you. And yeah, lots of other you know nice coat shirt, trousers, outfits, lots of nice gowns on the women. Um, and Casper There's like a theme song playing in the background. Well, there is music. Actually, um, Kay, you you recognize your sister's stylings. Uh, B is playing the piano inside. Nice. Um, and <laughs> um, and Casper welcomes each one of you warmly. Um, but he also seems uh, a bit distracted. Um, and there's a a pile like it just sort of unceremoniously you know piled next to him a uh, red ribbon that he's uh, oh well, it's so good to see all of you. Welcome, welcome to the party. Thank you. How kind. It looks like you've got a good crowd. Uh, yes. Kaz um, just sits there kind of looking awkwardly. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> uh, yes, this is a, a marvelous turnout. I'm so excited for everyone who's shown up. Um, we have uh, all sorts of representatives of the city and of uh, from Tenibria and uh, all of the other uh, uh, ambassadors <clears throat> have shown up as well. And we have uh, some of our very own from... Uh, the academy um, from, you know, our home post in Tenibria. Uh so it's quite a wonderful uh, mix of people. Uh, the only problem is I uh, 
uh, cannot seem to find the uh, the large gold uh, ceremonial scissors that I was going to use to cut the ribbon during the actual ceremony portion of the event. Uh, so I suppose I'll have to uh, come up with something else. Uh, but that's n not a worry for you. Uh, please, please, come in and enjoy yourselves. Thank you. All right. And you enter the party. And he and he was not lying. There are all sorts of people in this party. Um, <clears throat> B, B is at the uh, a large piano uh, in a corner of the room, and uh, I think you you probably know or you've heard of Caitlin Dufoot before. Um, uh, Caitlin often sings mm -hmm. while B plays the piano, so they're they're sort of working together on the uh, entertainment. Um, there are lots of humans in the room. Uh, Kay, you recognize the mayor of New Seychester and his family. Um, you guys uh, recognize the chief magistrate um, and Charles Dawson Clark, the uh, the lawyer um, in Jay's case. Um, Fletcher and Cedric, you recognize Captain uh, Dawson Clark. Um, she seems to be hanging out with Charles Dawson Clark, as one might assume. Um, they look very similar. Uh, <clears throat> Kay and Cedric, you recognize uh, Thomas Wells, captain of the New Seychester Guard is in attendance. <laughs> uh, Kay, you recognize a smattering of other townsfolk. Um, uh, you guys see Pops and Fluvis. Um, there's a group looks like maybe a family of halflings, a family of gnomes, and a rather large group of dwarves um, that Cedric includes Hammer Gravel Tank. Does so, Lucanus uh, recognize anyone? Um, you haven't really met any of these people. You've been holed up in the market for a while. No, that's fair. <laughs> With your drinking problem. Um, yeah. Uh, there's also a buffet table um, uh, in one uh, area of this sort of, like, large central room um, that has a whole bunch of little, like, uh, appetizer -y type things. You know, little things on toothpicks and stuff like that. Um, and yeah. it is being tended by a young man. All right. Wow. So what would you like to do? I don't know. I feel like Kay is, like, going around and, like, you know, putting on, like, the good face and, like, making small chat with some of the people she recognizes. Okay. Did uh, we arrive... In particular? Sorry, did we arrive at the same time as Kay? Like, did we come in with Kay? Um, I mean, pretty much. Like, she, you know, she didn't come with you guys, but you all showed up at about the same time. And a lot of these people are showing up, you know, coming in immediately before or immediately after you, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Nancy. No, that's all right. Uh, are you speaking to anyone in particular? <clears throat> No, mm. not at all. Uh, I probably make my way to to get like a little bit of food and drink, and around that area, talk to anyone who looks like they would be from uh, the guild. Like, if there's other people in robes who look like they'd be like academics or anything like that. Okay. Um, just so... just making just like just small talk. Sure. <laughs> Um, so first, the food. I have so many tabs open, and I'm switching between them frantically. Um, <laughs> this party is the most complicated thing I've ever DM'd. Because um, <laughs> we're just like, we're like, yep, there's people here. I, know, I'm like, yeah. I have so many people. Party, party, terrible idea. Don't DM a party. Anyway, um, yeah, so there's... Uh, we should just be out in the wild with only monsters around. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why did I do this to myself? Anyway. Um, Introverts find parties intimidating. Who, th who knew? <laughs> um, so there's a, a young man um, with light brown skin, um, neatly trimmed black uh, goatee, and rather long waxed mustache, um, and black slicked back hair, um, wearing a professional white chef's coat, 
um, with red embroidered letters over the pocket and black pants um, sort of tending to the table of food. Um, and he uh, tells you that there is, uh, all of the food is um, uh, offerings from his home country of Efsnan, which you know is one of the other small countries sort of on one side of Perim. So they're all smaller than Tenibria, but they're all, they all sort of border one side of Tenibria, which is a much larger country. Um, and I made a menu because I thought you guys might ask, but I will also tell you people that are hanging out in the area um, who look like they're part of the academy. Um, so you see um, a human man uh, who looks like he might be about the same age as you, also wearing sort of like a scholarly type robes. Um, six feet tall, wavy brown hair, tied back in a ponytail, and he's sort of just, you know, hanging out with a plate of food, um, just observing the crowd. Um, yeah, uh, but he looks scholarly-ish. Uh, are there little, are there uh, cards at the items on the table that tell you what they are? Yes. <laughs> are you a vegan? There are uh, croquetas no. de morcilla, uh, small little, like, uh, two or three shot glasses of gazpacho. Um, there are gambas al ajillo, uh, patatas bravas, uh, albondigas, and leche frita. Why is that all in Spanish? Because Esnon is my proxy for Spain. Spain, yeah. <laughs> Britain and Spain. All right. Yeah, Tenibria is Britain, Esnon is Spain, uh, Tonique is France, and then the country that Leon's from is Germany, Austria. I'm original. <laughs> Don't work hard, work smart. <laughs> it's like, these are all Spanish things. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anybody? Is there anybody at the party that looks elvish that Lucanus can try to avoid? Um, <laughs> there are no people with any obvious elven characteristics anywhere in the room. Okay. Not a single one. Like I said, there's a small group of gnomes, a small group of halflings, uh, a group of dwarves, and then a lot of humans. Uh, mm -hmm. Probably grab a smattering of things on the table and maybe try to start small talk with the guy standing nearby. <laughs> sure. Um, so he introduces himself as uh, Lucian Brown, and he says that he is a junior cartographer for the Royal Academy of Explorers, and he's just sort of um, made his way here, so he's going to be working in this uh, outpost of the Academy, um, learning, from, uh, learning from Casper. Um, and he says that he studied for a while at Escola University in Dormont. Uh, probably do the same. Probably do like elevator speech of, I studied here and I'm here to do this and study the like natural history, ecology, write up things about the continent. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and be oh. like, oh, I know Casper. <laughs> Yes, I, Casper's told us a little bit about you. Um, and you also studied at Iskol University? That's hilarious. Uh, I wonder if we have any mutual friends in common. <laughs> I did not write friend names in his history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't suppose you uh, remember Violet Howard. She was part of the Arcane Studies program. Uh, it seems like that might be something up your alley. Uh, how how long ago was she at the university? Oh, well, she was a, a year or two ahead of me, I think. Uh, so maybe she was there uh, four years ago, five years that, ago? That that sounds right. I think I did cross paths with her a, a number of times. 
How is she? Oh, well, I haven't seen her in a while either. Um, but I, 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 she was part of our little group of chums. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a. I sort of figured small world and all that. Um, but if if you're friends with Casper and you're interested in documenting the uh, plants and animals on this continent, um, it sounds like you're uh, shape you're you're styling yourself as an an explorer. Is that so? Uh, exploring definitely seems to go hand in hand with discovery uh, here in Arda. Can't really get much, can't really get information on anything here without uh, being the first ones out there to find it. Uh, besides the the locals, of course. Of course, of course. Um, and as as you're sort of saying that, um, up behind him comes a, a pair of young men, and uh, the the one that I, I wrote in his physical description, he's a Gilderoy Lockhart type. <laughs> um, Lockhart type. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all you need to know. Is <laughs> he sort of leans over this this guy that you were talking to, Fletcher, and he says, "Did I hear someone say explorer?" Are you are you going to be an explorer as well? Well, then we should introduce ourselves and swap notes. My name is Benedict Hawkins. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Uh, I am a junior explorer for the Royal Academy. Just sort of getting our feet wet, aren't we, Rex? And he sort of is um, elbowing his much quieter friend who looks extremely bored and maybe even half asleep. Uh, indeed. Uh, my, uh, my name is Fletcher Sampson. Uh, I'm an explorer, scholar naturalist, uh, discovering this continent, and uh, writing up some of the first f formal scientific notes on what we find, oh, working closely with Casper. A scholar! How droll! That's amazing! Uh, so, so you plan on exploring this continent. Are you doing just a portion, or are you thinking that you'd like to do the whole thing? Uh, whatever <laughs> comes my way, really. Hmm. Um, yeah, his his companion looks very bored and sort of, you know, just not even part of the conversation. Um, uh, but yeah, he he sort of continues indicating his friend and oh well, we've been exploring, uh, working for the academy or with the academy for a few years now. It's really wonderful work. Um, I I don't suppose. Uh, <clears throat> Pardon me, but I I can't imagine that you're going out uh, on all of this adventuring alone, are you? No, I do go out with a group. Uh, we take care of uh, a number of issues for the town that leads to not only helping the society here, but also gives us a working knowledge of things out uh, beyond the city walls. Uh, so I get to uh, engage with uh, the subject matter rather than just document it. Mm. Uh, so you're rather uh, philanthropic in your adventuring then, I take it. Indeed. Oh well, that's uh, that's really wonderful. Um, where are your adventuring companions? I'd love to meet them. I feel like at this point, I'm like, I kind of want to. Whoever I see first, I'm gonna point out and try to get him to go over and talk to them, so he's not by me anymore. That was absolutely my intention. <laughs> I'm glad it worked. So, Lucanus uh, is, is sort of like. Lucanus is sort of hanging out over by the uh, buffet table, sort of looking at the food. All right. Um. Well, no, then I, I'm, I'm going to roll this die, and whoever I'm going to say, well, there's four on here, but I'll roll until I get either a one for Lucanus, a two for K, or a three for Cedric, <laughs> and that's who I see first. And you have to deal with this dude. <laughs>
Oh, and of course, a four came up. And another four. <laughs> Wish you rolled that well with you're you. Using it really? <laughs> Every four is another five minutes okay. to deal with him. Yeah. Okay, Lucanus so came up. So you, so you point out Lucanus to them? Yeah. Oh, there's uh, our, our main uh, sort of uh, watchtower slash bodyguard during our exploration is that fellow Lucanus right over there. Your bodyguard. Oh, that's so amusing. And he's like, he's jostling his friends so hard that the friends like, like physically moving sideways. Like he's just taking the impacts. Like, <laughs> and so he like grabs his friend by the elbow and like drags him over to meet Lucanus. Uh, it was wonderful meeting you, Fletcher. I'm sure we'll catch up soon. Ta. Uh huh. <laughs> I didn't and I lean to Lucian, and I'm like, that guy's awful. I mean, he's, he's actually kind of famous already within the Academy, though. Like, uh, he's done a lot of cool stuff, but both of them have. I, I, Rex isn't as much of a talker, but they're they're a great team. Uh, yeah. I mean... I mean, people they, can be great and become famous. I mean... Doesn't mean they... Aren't awful. famous scientists kind of awful? I probably just lost a few job offers right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't name any names, Joe. Just don't name any names. Oh, I'm sure that there's several people here who everybody is thinking of. <laughs> um, Even so the listen, audience at home. Right? Uh, that's, think that's of your Eric. favorite Eric. awful I'm, scientist. Yeah, Eric, please think of your favorite awful scientist. Richard Feynman! Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so, Lucianus, you, you hear this and then see this coming, this... Um, <laughs> this, uh, this is coming. <laughs> uh, this tall, blonde man with suntanned skin... Um, dragging by the elbow uh, another uh, man of similar height um, with uh, dark black skin and black hair in, like, tight cornrows that go down to a ponytail, uh, sort of at the nape of his neck. Um, and the, the dark-skinned one, again, he appears to be almost asleep. He's so bored, and he's just being dragged by the elbow towards you. Um, and the blonde man is saying, I hear that you are the muscle for our fl friend Fletcher and that you folks are going to be exploring Arda, and I just, I must hear more about this. Lucanus just sort of has, like, half a bite of food in his mouth, just, like, awkwardly chewing and... Do the, ooh, just, mm, mm. Yeah, just sort of, he's just sort of like, what now? <laughs> So, Does he, he choke on his food a little bit, swallow, too? Which I don't know if that's a thing, but he somehow manages it. <laughs> uh, I'm Benedict Hawkins, and this is Rex Henderson, and we are junior explorers for the Academy, and I just, I must, we must compare notes. If you're also an explorer, I heard you folks are working <clears throat> with Casper, and I just, I'm so pleased to meet you. It's really wonderful. Oh, and you're an elf, even. Well, you must have seen parts of the world I haven't even gotten to Udeman yet. That's so exciting. I mean, I can keep going, but I'd really prefer not to. You want to say anything to him? What? <laughs> I said, I can, I can keep going, but I'd prefer not to. Are you just going to do the stony stare, or are you going to say something? No, 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 no. Lucanus is, like, not really used to people coming up and talking to him. So he's just sort of trying to gather, and, you know, as he said, it, he... You know, it's the Univan thing. He's like, yeah, I wouldn't recommend going on vacation there. 
Oh, well, I, I certainly don't consider it vacation. Well, it is sort of vacation. I, adventuring is such fun, isn't it? Uh, but yes, yeah. I, we haven't gotten a chance to be there yet, uh, but I really hope that'll be one of our next assignments. Uh, but yes, you, you sort of seem like the strong, silent type. Our friend Fletcher said you're his bodyguard. That's so amusing. Thinking of someone who's planning on being an explorer needing a bodyguard. Oh, Can Kate do well. a perception check to see, to like, to look around and see what her friends are doing? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you need a perception. I mean, okay. it's a full room, but, like, you can pick them out pretty okay. easily. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, looking around and sees, like, uh, this thing bombarding Lucanus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she tries to make eye contact with Lucanus. Lucanus just sort of waves awkwardly at her while, like, trying to deal with this one guy and turns back to the guy and he's like, okay, so... You're an explorer. Um, you know what's you know what's what's the worst fight that you've been in? Oh well, uh, we fought uh, quite a large group of orcs and Beatabreron, and oh, we've been all over doing all sorts of interesting things. Um, yes, we should definitely swap stories sometime. Uh, wh- well, uh, what's the most interesting fight you've been in? Um, yeah, so. Uh... You know, back in Udivan, I was a uh, part of a raiding party where we um, took out two uh, uh, high elf sorcerers. So that was pretty interesting. You took out some of your own kind. Oh, that's fascinating. I must hear more. I'm going to grab some refreshments uh, because I am just parched from meeting everyone. Um, but I will find you and your group again. I must hear more. <clears throat> and he sort of swirls off again, just like dragging the other guy by the elbow. And he just kind of like... yeah. Lucanus just sort of takes a moment to vacate and go over to Kay, and he has a pearl that he has in his pocket, and he hands it to her, and he's like, yeah, you you can probably use this more than me. Oh, that's, that's nice. Are you sure you don't want to sell it? I forgot that I had it. Oh, well, I will take it. Thank you. Um, so you survived the billowing phantom over there. Yeah, I just sort of said something to get him to kind of shuffle off. It seemed to work, although shuffle is maybe not the adjective I would have used. Maybe like parted the room like like an ocean. Maybe. I mean, you know. Where did he even come from? Why did he even talk to you? I have no idea. I I, 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 I honestly, I honestly, and Lucanus just sort of looks around and he has like this sort of like, he's obviously very uncomfortable being in a crowd and he's just sort of like waiting for somebody or something or in a group or something like that to attack and he's like, yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, Lucanus, I mean, we've been here for a little bit now. You look, you don't look like particularly comfortable. You, you could probably scoot out. You know, if you wanted to, like, you, you came and you, like, showed face. You probably don't have to stay if you don't want to. Yeah, but, I mean, you guys are here and you're my friends and, you know, maybe somebody will try to hurt you while you're, while we're here and I just, I, I feel like I need to. I think you took the most damage from that guy who just talked to you. But maybe, maybe Fletcher's going to want me to take him out at some point. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure Fletcher could just like glare at him and the guy would just wilt. Yeah, I, I but don't think you need but, to stab him or anything. 
I don't. But, this might not even be the place to stab him. Although I, I mean, we can give him a light stabbing. I think he. I think he deserves. I think that guy deserves a light stabbing. <laughs> you could do it really classy and stab him with a letter opener and then seal up the wounds with sealing wax and a little, yeah. you know, stamp. <laughs> you could poke him with, like, a toothpick in the outdoors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just poke him with a dagger, see if he's done. You know, light stabbing. Nice. Oh, my goodness. Have you... Um, have you seen Cedric at all? Like, I'm sure Fletcher is fine here. There's all his academics, but I'm a little, I'm a little worried that Cedric is getting... I mean, on average, the crowd is pretty tall, so I'm guessing we'd hear him before we saw him. Yeah, Cedric, what are you doing right now? Uh, so Cedric uh, ate one of everything at the table. Um, it was all really good. Yeah. Which is, Most by the way, was... Cedric... Mad respect. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. of it was meat-based, although the patatas bravas were those potato things. Yeah, and the I know. Had, yeah. I know what those were. Yeah, so I'm and yep. I, I was like a little bit proud of myself. Were there any like... rat-based items? There were not. Um, but there were these weird sea creatures with garlic. Mm. Um, which oh, maybe you haven't had a whole lot of seafood. Yeah. The the gambas al ajio were giant shrimps. Ooh. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've only ever eaten shrimp. So yeah. I'm just gonna like say that um, like ajillo is a sauce that's really common in Ecuador, and you can get shrimp in it. And it's one of my favorites. Really. Yeah, uh, gambas al ajillo, I guess, is a really popular dish in Spain, and it's prawns yeah. with roasted garlic. Yeah, it's very no, good. It's good. Yeah. I, I thought it sounded great. I was like, it's mm. very good. <laughs> you could eat it. I was. On tour with oh my God, Nancy! <laughs> <laughs> I was making myself so hungry while I was making this menu. It was terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cedric's a little put off because he's never seen shrimp with eyes before, which is very unsettling. Um, mm-hmm. It is unsettling. Yeah, so I mean, he's eaten he's eaten crustaceans before, but like, you know. Yeah, headless. No, no, all of the things dwelling. in the caves are blind. Yeah, yeah. I knew yeah, where he was um, going with that. Yeah, troglo, troglo. <laughs> Troglodytic. Troglodytic. Troglodytic, yeah. Troglodytic, yeah. Oh, that's such a good word. Yeah, it is. Oh, oh, oh. Is it all like troglodytic sow bugs? Cedric, Cedric Buzzard, you've never lived until you've eaten my grandmother's troglodytic sow bugs. Just those giant... It would be like like Emperor's New Groove when they put down the the giant pill bug on the table and and crack it open. Yeah. You, like, have to knock it open? I love that part. I was thinking, I I just had a Cedric, an an image of, like, Cedric's mom. So, um, you know, just imagine, like, uh, uh, you know, Grandma Peter um, just, like, making, like, slaving over, like, you know those giant benthic isopods? Just slaving over, like, three of those, and she's cooking them like meatballs, only they're isopods. So good. My grandmother coffee would have been all over that. Oh, yeah. Next up in the Art of Cookbook. Okay, so you ate one of everything at the table. What else? All right, and then I'm going to, like, slowly... I've been eyeballing um, the hammer all night, and uh, so I feel like I need to go over and talk to him, even though we had a real rocky first meeting, Uh, but I want to go, like... Huh? Yeah. So, um... Uh... Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna go over and talk to him? Yes. 
Um, yeah, um, so he is standing um, with the group of dwarves. Um, there's a dwarven woman with her arm sort of like through his arm and her hand on, you know, his forearm sort of standing, you know, almost leaning against him, but still being elegant about it. Um, and then, um, yeah, there's a, a two other sort of like young male dwarves and then a pair of dwarves that are even older than the hammer and who you might assume to be his wife. Uh, are, is the hammer the only one that's wearing like priestly garbs? Um, there are also two humans in the room who are wearing vestments of some kind, um, but the hammer is the only dwarf who's wearing vestments. Yeah, yeah, I don't care about any humans. Human priests, I mean, like, honestly. I mean, we... who do they even worship? Just... Who cares? Like... I'm just saying you might have noticed. Oh, yeah, 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 whatever. They're just wearing robes. Fletcher wears robes. I mean, pfft. <laughs> it's not like he worships a real god. Anyways. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go make my way over to the hammer and, uh, uh, um, Forge Master's blessings upon you, brother. Oh, and also you. Uh, what a pleasant surprise. Cedric, was it? Yes, yes. It's uh, good to see you again, uh, hammer brother. And, (laughs) and you as well, my son. Um, I'd love to introduce you. Uh, this is my wife. (laughs) I made up terrible names. Strumrobella. 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 My Strum great Rubella. aunt on my father's side was named Strumrobella. Oh it's a pleasure to meet you. Sounds like she... a bacterial infection. <laughs> I know it does. Or venereal disease. <laughs> oh. Hey, that's my oh, great yeah. aunt you're talking about. <laughs> oh, you got a case of the strum. <laughs> See? <laughs> wow, guys. Um, so she sort of extends her hand and shakes yours. I mean, he gestures to the rest of the group who are are still talking quietly, but have sort of, you know, noticed you come over. Um, and he says, uh, "And I'd uh, I'd like to uh, I'm I'm pleased to present to you um, Ambassador Nakrur Goldsunder and his wife uh, Thramithra. Um, so they are the dwarven ambassadors here in uh, New Stagester, and then also their sons uh, Rugol and Kodrick. Damn straight, they all have families." <laughs> um, it is a it's a pleasure to meet you all. Um, uh, what uh, what where what uh, what part of the continent do you hail from? Um, they're they're all from uh, or uh, Ambassador Goldsunder says, uh, oh, uh, I was uh, born and raised in Norgarim. Um, you know that that's the capital, and uh, I uh, I uh, have. Followed in my esteemed father's footsteps first as a merchant, and then I decided to turn my eye to politics. Uh, and I am I honored by the uh, assembly with having the position of being the ambassador here uh, in this brave new land uh, with its mix of peoples. Uh, it is a pleasure to be here and to meet you. Um, uh, I, I, I I gather that you and the hammer had already met previously. Uh, very briefly. Um, uh, it was a while ago. Um, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> we have not had time to uh, uh, spend much time together. Um, but uh, he and I are brothers of a faith, uh, and um, I'm sure we have much in common, much to discuss in that regard. Uh, are you a uh, are you a follower of Morden? Ambassador. Why, of course. Uh, how could I not be and have such an esteemed son-in-law? 
Ah, congratulations. I, I, um, it's uh, wonderful to understand all the, the intricacies of dwarves in this town. I have not met many dwarves in New Sigister. Uh, no, there are not all that many here yet. Uh, uh, but I am hoping that uh, with our, uh, with my position as ambassador here, and uh, with um, with Kumed's great leadership, uh, that we will soon have a thriving population of our brothers and sisters here in this city and spreading out across the continent and taking advantage of all of its beautiful resources. Uh, yeah, so I, I see great things for our people here in this new land. Certainly, there are many uh, trials that I've already encountered that I feel like will uh, test the metal and, and uh, improve the quality of the dwarves. Um, I, I believe uh, I believe that there's there's much for much room for us to to grow and, and harden as a people. That's what I like to hear. Uh, you, you say you've already encountered challenges. Have you been outside the walls of the city? Mm, of course. I've been traveling with a group of adventurers. Um, that uh, freakishly tall one over there, um, that mm -hmm. moderately tall one over there, and mm -hmm. that um, uh, middling tall one over there. That's a very interesting bunch of two humans, and is that an elf? Yes. Yes, the, by far and away the most um, courageous group of adventurers that I've found so far. Um, oh, quite surprising. Yeah, I, I, I've been surprised by the, the quality of their metal. I mean, for non-dwarves, they, they all hold their own in, in different ways. It's, uh, it's quite, a, quite, a, quite an interesting experience so far. I'm impressed, uh, and it is certainly uh, generous of you to be lending your skills to a party of... Um, ones such as those. I commend you, Brother Cedric. Hmm. Well, I mean, one does what one must in order to uh, face the trials that Moradin has set before us. Um, so, uh, you know, they they were valuable allies to me. Um, I've, I've made good use of their individual skills. <laughs> he wow. seems very pleased by this conversation, yeah. <laughs> Making good connections! Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Look at Cedric playing politics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh, uh, what? Uh, how how can I help the uh, the goals of the Dwarven people in New Sagester? Well, uh, since you are, uh, are are you planning on continuing to go out there? Of course. Ah, how, well. How best to test myself. Of course, of course. Well, uh, in that case, um, as I said, we're interested in uh, letting our people know all of the riches that this continent uh, has to offer. Um, so if you come across uh, veins of, of metals or precious stones, um, good places for mining and uh, uh, good places for us to set up our own settlements, um, apart from uh, New Seychester is... Fine, of course, and it is uh, enriching to be uh, exposed to so many different kinds of people. But it would be um, it would be nice for us to be able to establish a dwarven settlement uh, at uh, an opportune place in our. Uh, uh, so if one catches your notice as you're adventuring, uh, please let us know, and I will uh, send word to the assembly so that we can uh, consider setting up an outpost of our own here on this continent. 
That's I. I thank you. Colonialism. I, I will. I will consider that. Thank you. Um, I will. I'm certain that we have uh, much to learn from each other. Um, I look forward to working with you in the future. Uh, of course, then, of course. And with that, I'm gonna head back over to everybody else is hanging out. Cool. So I feel like Lucanus and Kay are still hanging out together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they are now. Yeah. Um, Kay, are you doing anything? I should probably go say hi to the mayor and, you know, because, like, he is the mayor and we are the general shop family and it seems seems appropriate. Okay. Um, ooh, sorry, I'm still scrolling. I promise I have <laughs> to go back and forth through so many documents. Lucanus um, is, is the guy who uh, uh, kind of gloms on to the one person he knows at the party and just sort of... Okay. I'm going to assume that... Yeah, I'm going to say that, like, Peter is that person, so like I've, you know, it's it, this is rough, like having to role play somebody that's just gonna go introduce himself to randos. Agree. I'm about to do this, and I would definitely, I would be like with Fletcher, all you guys like, the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> like so, a safety blanket. Yeah. Um, so, exactly. Lucanus, does that mean you're following Kay? Yeah. He's right, pretending um, to do. He's pretending to do the bodyguard thing, but like it's Kay probably pretty apparent him. that he kind of wants to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you go over and um, you uh, encounter Mayor Lawrence Hayes um, and his wife Phoebe is on his arm. Um, their daughters Megan, Eliza, and Joanna are dancing with some of the young men um, in the room. Um, so you can see them in the crowd, but the mayor and his wife are sort of standing at the side watching everything. Um, and there's also uh, another person standing sort of behind them He's not dressed quite as nicely as everyone else at the party, um, maybe a little more uh, clerical. Um, and uh, uh, so, oh, sorry, I didn't describe. Um, so the mayor is uh, like early 50s, gray hair, little, little paunchy, brown eyes, wife, blonde, blue eyes. Um, and then the, the sort of clerical person standing behind them, uh, young man, blonde, hazel eyes, and a smiling face, um, and he's sort of standing um, not quite straight on to the group. He's sort of, um, you know, uh, oblique uh, with his right side um, facing. Uh, so he, he's he's sort of standing facing the mayor. Who is that? Um, but like, with his, huh? just like just like a guy. He didn't think who he was. Um, did you want to ask? I, I don't know if you're like, like, are you? Oh, no, to... no, I just, I didn't hear the description all the way. It's just uh, like, it's just a guy who's standing there. I don't know who he is. Right? Yeah, he's a, he's a clerical looking guy. Oh, he's yeah. standing sort of like a little behind the mayor and like facing the mayor and also keeping an eye on the room. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, you might surmise that he's like a personal assistant or something like that. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, cool. Okay, like, walks up and like, oh, good evening. Like, it's so, so nice to see you here. Uh, to the mayor and his wife. Yeah. Good evening. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not remembering your name at the moment. Please remind me. No, no worries. My name is Kay. I'm one of the prowls from the general store. Oh, of course, of course. Lovely to see you here. Are you enjoying the party? I am. Uh, it seems like you and your family are enjoying it as well. It is a very nice party. We are. Yes, the Academy throws excellent parties, apparently. I'm so glad to have a representative outpost from their group here in New Sagester. I think it's really going to help the city grow. Uh, yeah, I how, agree. How are your parents doing? 
we're we're doing pretty well. Um, we had a little like incident with the fish. I'm sure you've heard throughout the town, but I have. Uh, I'm I'm very concerned about that. Um, it's definitely going to put a damper on our trade. Um, I hope it's remedied soon. I'm not really sure what could be going on with that. Yeah, well, I've because uh, you know it does affect not like the whole town, and I am like particularly worried about it. So, you know, like a group of a group of us are actually going to investigate it. Like, oh, oh, you're going to investigate the river. Oh, so that, that explains why you're here. Are you, you're working with the explorers? Yeah, and with the oh. academy, yeah. Marvelous. Well, I'm eager to hear uh, what you and your group uh, discover uh, as, yes, as you said, it does affect the town. Um, mm -hmm. But yes, hopefully we can figure out some sort of solution to this problem. Yeah, uh, the group of adventurers. We're going out tomorrow morning, actually, to go to the river and see if we can get to the bottom of it. That's excellent news. Uh, I wish you the best of luck on your travels. You. And, uh, yes, please come back and report to us as soon as you can. Um, let us know anything we can do to help. Um, of course. Like, you know, I'm just, like, concerned about the town. It is a big, like, that river is a huge <clears throat> livelihood for us, you know, not just for fish, but and also for fresh water and everything, so... Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Um, so, yes, as soon as you have information, um, I, I would really appreciate if you could um, send some sort of report um, to my, uh, my assistant here, um, Evan, um, or you, you can come to my office and speak to him, and we can set up a meeting, um, whatever you'd like to do. Um, so yeah, he's indicating the sort of the clerical-looking blonde man um, behind him okay, uh, is Evan. Is that her hand to like that? Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Evan. Uh, both of you make a perception check as he shakes your hand. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I got a 19 plus whatever I oh, add to that. wow. Wow. And I need to open it. my dice app. Uh, dice app. I got a... Let's see. Give me a second. need to check that bonus. Uh, nine, or sorry, uh, 14 plus 4. So that would be 18 right, total. So an 18, and Kay has... A 25. A 25. <laughs> um, would, you, would you rather have me tell it to you here, or would you like me to message to you what you see? Uh, you should message it to me. Okay, I'll message it to you. Um, but yeah, basically he uh, shakes your hand um, and says it's a pleasure to meet both of you and that he would be more than happy to facilitate um, any communication, any further communication between you and the mayor's office as part of this uh, river investigation. Well, I wanted to thank you so much for your time tonight, Mayor, and I really do hope you enjoy the rest of the party. Of course, you as well. Don't forget to get out on the dance floor like my daughters are doing, of course. Um, they always uh, love an excuse to get out and dance, especially when there are so many handsome young men in the room. Go find yourself a dance partner, Miss Prowl. I, you know what, I just might. <laughs> she, like, goes off towards the dance floor. <laughs> um, Fletcher, you hear a sort of a <clears throat> um, at your elbow? Um, and you look down and see uh, Pops. Oh, hello, Pops. It's great to see you here tonight. Hello. Yes, it's wonderful to see you. I, I thought as soon as I spotted you, I'd have to come over um, and tell you the news. Uh, I found something in the water samples you gave me. Was it sludge? <laughs> <laughs> well, they were they were really uh, quite volatile. Uh, you weren't kidding. Um but I, I found something strange in the water. 
Uh, I found oil of vitriol. Uh, I don't know where it could possibly be coming from, uh, but that's what I found in the water. Uh, oil of vitriol and uh, some lead compounds. Does that... Do the two of those together mean anything to you? Like, that would maybe be something unique compared to if you found only one at a time? I don't really know what the possible explanation could be for something like that. Uh, It seems very odd uh, to find compounds like that in a river, uh, especially on this continent. I mean, it would be concerning to find um, those sorts of compounds um, at all in any river, um, and it would be quite concerning um, at these high levels because, uh, as you already noticed, uh, it's quite caustic and dangerous uh, to living things that might want to consume the water. Um, but here on this continent, Arda is so um, pristine, uh, I have no idea what could be causing uh, something like that uh, to be mm. f- flowing into or continuing contaminating the river water, uh, but I, I, like I said, as soon as I spotted you, I had to come over and tell you so that you would know, uh, please do not drink that water or go swimming in it or whatever, um, that's, that is not good stuff. Oops. Thank you so much, Pops. It, it sounds like we're going to, we'll probably need to head up far up the river and try to see if we can find where this is entering the flow of the water. Um, mm. Well, it, it uh, well, thank you so much. And remember, send me, send, uh, you know, the list of any expenses you had to the Mark Bird, and we'll make sure we take care of all of that. Um, because, you know, I really appreciate your help with this, and, and hopefully uh, I'll be back to buy some of my own supplies from your shop. I took a look last time I was there and, and want to want to get back into trying to, uh, to accomplish some of this myself. So I, I imagine we're going to encounter uh, strange things like this pretty often. Oh, marvelous, marvelous. Yes, well, feel free to stop by any time. And, yes, I will send uh, a, a, a receipt, I guess, to the marked bird. Um, and, yes, thank you for, for looking into this. Uh, the river affects all of us, so it's uh, important for us to figure out what the problem is and see if there's a way to fix it. Absolutely. Thank, thanks you again so much, Pops. And I do – is Pops holding a drink? Uh, yeah. I do a little, like – Oh. Cheers, him. Um. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and Fluvis just does a little like finger twiddle at you. Um. <laughs> I like Fluvis. Me too. <laughs> it's pretty cool when you have like a sentient familiar. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, it is like uh, eight thirty my time. Um, since we, uh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hi Eric. Hi War Yoshi. Um, New Sagester does not have electricity. That's an interesting question. Uh, they do not. This is this is ye olde D and D. There is no electricity. Um, I'm not sure why you're asking. I, I'm I'm curious to know why you're asking now. Um, but yeah. So in case y'all didn't notice, um, we are switching. Uh, we're well, we're shifting our play time to an hour earlier. So now we'll be starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. So it'll be 6 to 9 Eastern. Uh, uh, on the Saturdays when we play, but remember, um, you can always find our uh, play schedule uh, in the panels below the Twitch screen and also uh, via our Twitter. Um, does anybody else, I mean, I have, th- this party could go on much longer, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I know we don't want to play into, um, oh, oh, uh, War Yoshi says lead and sulfuric acid made them think of batteries. That's an interesting, yeah. interesting thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and bravo, I'm, I don't know if you already 
knew what oil of vitriol was or if you Googled it, but yes, oil of vitriol is sulfuric acid. Uh, it's just the, the old, uh, oil of vitriol yeah. is the old, like, alchemical Alchemical term. name, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, New Seychester doesn't have batteries, but perhaps somebody upstream is trying to produce them. Maybe. Who knows? Baghdad battery? The art of battery? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so if you guys want to do anything else in this party, we can, um, or we can just call it. Um, well, while we can't, while Kay and Lucanus are um, uh, heading down to the dance floor, um, Lucanus says to Kay, uh, you know, if they're offering, if they're offering anything in the way of funds, we could probably maybe ask them to rent a boat so that we don't have to go with the elf. I feel like the elf is fine, but we could ask them to pay for the elf. Okay, that's fine. That's a fine compromise. I mean, we already made the deal with her, right? So, wasn't... and then maybe... huh? Sorry, sorry. Wasn't one of our goals for this party to talk to, to Casper and see if he was going to pay us for the research that we've already done for him and if he was yeah. going to continue to do it? Yeah, that was something oh, yeah, I wanted too. to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, so you, you mentioned that to him, and he says, oh, terribly sorry, I cannot believe I forgot, uh, in the midst of all this planning, uh, and he sends, uh, Kian, would you, uh, it's on my desk, um, and he sends Kian, the uh, office manager for the uh, this outpost of the Royal Academy, the to it. Uh, no, no, he's he's an adult. He's like a middle-aged human. He's just the office manager. Um, uh, uh, Fletcher met one of the interns, as it were. Um, but Kian goes and comes back with a small pouch with 50 gold in it um, for the information that you shared with Casper. Okay. Yeah, that was something I, I did want to ask about specifically. Yes. When we first ran into Casper, he seemed so distraught that I was like, I don't really want to bring it up now when we yeah. just arrived. <laughs> good call, good call. Um, okay, yeah, so you got paid, um, Cedric talked to Hammer Gravel Tank, Fletcher talked to several people, Lucanus talked to someone, Kay talked to the mayor, anything else you'd like to do in the party? Dance. Kay is dancing. Dance. <laughs> with someone or alone? Dance. Uh, well, I don't know who she would dance with, so I guess, like, alone-ish? I mean... There are a lot of a lot of young men in the room. There are three three single men in this in this so. party. Yeah, and Lucanus <clears throat> is hanging over her shoulder, so I doubt anyone's going to approach her either. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's always hard to dance if you've got a guy with you, even if he's not your not in, your guy. In that case, guy. in that case, Cedric is going to come join them and do the like kind of like eighth grade group dance where you just kind of oh. dance in a circle together. <laughs> you know. It's so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Kay's three dads just ruined her party. And Cedric's got the Cedric's got the serious like white man's overbite going like. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, Eric, that is a terrible joke. He said Kay is dancing by her set at Elf. Whoa! Oh, oh Elf! <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Yeah, can, 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 you, can we ban him like... from the, the... No, he's a mod. We can't ban him. Eric, ban yourself. <laughs> ban yourself. Alrighty. Love you. Um, <laughs> we love you. Um, if you guys don't have anything else pressing that you'd like to do during the party, then um, we will call it a night and just say that they danced and tried their best to avoid Benedict. And... <laughs> Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, and just uh, had themselves a rare old time. Um, so, important things for y'all out there in audience land to know. Um, we will be taking a two-week break, um, so no more games this month in February. Um, but we will be playing again... The next time will be um, Saturday, March 7th. So the first Saturday of March um, will be the next time we play. Sounds like the group will be getting on a boat, maybe. <laughs> Depending I'm on, on a boat. I'm on a boat. Uh, they'll be getting on a boat and going out on an adventure out there, which is ever so exciting. Um, I will be streaming not from my normal office. I will be on a trip. Uh, I will be in Austin for South by Southwest Education. If you will also be in Austin during um, the second full week of March, uh, whether or not it's for South by, um, please come say hi if, if you see me around, because um, that'll be super fun. And we will also have a super special surprise guest joining us during that game. So the first game of March will be ever so exciting. And yes, this uh, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern is our new time slot um, so that people don't get too tired while we're playing. Anything else from anybody else? Not at the moment. No? Mm -mm. Nope. Wow. Oh, my boyfriend oh. just found a white witch moth. And I was like, oh, I've seen one. I've seen one since my time here. And I'm like, entomologists have spent their entire lives like wanting to see that uh, and no one knows the caterpillar is like. Oh, that's so cool. That's amazing. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, like in the middle of the game, he was like nonchalant. He's like, yeah, I saw this giant moth. It's like this big. Here's a picture. I was like, Oh, oh my god. Is it still there? You like run out and get it? Go, yeah. go find it. <laughs> go now. Go find it. I told him to catch it. Everybody check on Nancy's Instagram later. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it might be there, hopefully. Um, yeah, other than that, thank you ever so much for being out there and watching or listening to us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Don't forget to share this with your friends. Um, or your enemies, we're not picky. Or your enemies. Anybody who likes gaming and D&D, &D, or who likes science, or who likes both. Um, yeah. And we'll see you next time. Bye! 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 Bye. Bye.